What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Podcast. I'm one of your best friends, Greg Miller, over here in his coat because he's so chilly. The producer slash producer, Nick, Nick Scarpino. Fifth grader, did you steal the sweatshirt from? <laughs> Nanako. 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 Wait a minute. Like, where did you, did you go back that to 1985? <laughs> did you go back to 1985 and beat up a young <laughs> Nick Scarpino for this? <laughs> This peachy folder sweatshirt that you're wearing. I mean, you're welcome to try to make fun of me for it, but this is a Persona 4 golden shirt. Everyone's making fun of you. <laughs> Nanako is a fifth grader, so it makes perfect sense. That's why I'm wearing it. Now you look like an April Fool, so take wow. off your fucking coat. All what right? a fool you, know what you I mean? are. Moron, I, right? I never even fucking picked up a Vita, I bet. I don't think I have it. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? There was the Vita. What was the one that came before that? PSP. Yeah, I bet if you put a PSP <laughs> and a Vita next to each other, I'd be like, I don't know which one was which. I bet you could. You're smarter than that. Well, the one says Vita. Hands down, probably. Exactly. Yeah. 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 One says, says PSP. One, one says, says Vita. Vita. Yeah. I bet you can figure it out. Yeah, that's correct. Over here, returning to the show, the Hispanic heartthrob, Andy Cortez. I'm back, guys. How you I'm feeling? Back. How you feeling, doggy dog? I'm not 100%. Yeah. You look pale. You. What did you have? Because, yeah, I, I, you know, you're still... It's a great you're question. Her- great question. <laughs> Your eyes are bloodshot. You look high. I, you got, he's I, got no color in his face. I he's legitimately got that color. Yesterday, my eye, my right eye was very, very red, and I think I popped like a blood vessel you from did. coughing so hard. I can tell because um, I was coughing insanely hard, and you I was very worried. <laughs> well, I guess he's got red in his eyes. I can see but not nearly. Nah, no. Wait, yeah. uh, okay, yeah. dude, definitely. There was yeah. a girl I went to high school with who puked so hard when she got drunk that her eye she popped all the blood vessels in her Party. eye. And her entire eye was red. Yeah. Like, there's no like, yeah, away. exactly. That's scary. It's like when I had destiny That's eye that scary. one time. Yeah. 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 yeah it's, it's, dead now. It started off That's with, what it started off with a lot of like sinus congestion and sinus like problems. And right. then it's just become like chest stuff. Mm. Um, but no more like fever anymore. Okay. It's just been a lot of coughing, waking up, having like yeah, gross shit. Yeah. I hate that. I hate that. Really, really bad. I'm right there Expectorating out of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you haven't good. seemed the same. Huh? You're, oh, like yeah, you're, a, you're like a, a shell of your former self. You are. You're different. Know, you man. changed, man. I know. But maybe this could be your return on the Kind of Funny podcast. I mean, I see you even, t- you know, even streaming, so you're not taking notes. Sick, you know, you're just, yeah, it's, it's well, I mean, I was working on... I was came into work on Friday. And it's like, weird that you yeah, did but, like, but, like, we had a carry party mode. Like, I mean, agreed, right? Like, just objectively, we had a carry party mode. <laughs> recorded that. two party modes. I mean, what the hell? But but just, is it really recording if you're like this? Yeah. No, I killed you know it. I, mean? I won several times. Did you? I don't remember. Maybe in that blow happened. game, but I housed you motherfuckers the in Ultimate <laughs> Chicken Did you? Horse. Did you, Nick? <laughs> well. And rounding out wow. the quartet, <laughs> Forbes, 30 under 30 mm-hmm. winner, a.k.a. <laughs> the second best baby blues in San Francisco, a.k.a. the engaged one at Tim Gettys. Let's him host. I just uh, had a realization, guys, yeah. that this is our last week before Endgame. So if we want to do some endgame predictions and stuff, it might have to be this episode. Okay, fine. Do it. I'm just letting you know. I don't know. I don't know if you have any plans. Do you have any plans? I have lots of plans. Ooh, let's do those plans. No, I really have plans. I was going to talk about the sweatshirt, but we'll get to that first. But first, this. Oh, God. This is the Kind of Funny podcast each and every week for usually four best friends gather on this table each bringing topics from their lives to talk to you about those topics and have a good time if you enjoy having a good time and liking those things why not support the show go to patreon.com slash kind of funny where a couple of bucks obviously keeps the mics on the lights on here but gets you early ad free access to the video and mp3 if you don't have any box to toss our way no big deal i almost had it perfect go to kind of funny.com the following friday you can get it there just the next Friday. There's a new episode every Friday. You get it earlier on Patreon.com. Yeah, so kind of funny. Crazy I haven't shit, figured man. out a great rigmarole for it yet. You, know? you look good. I, I was, so here's the thing. Here we Real go. Real talk. Real talk. You look good doing it. Now, when you came in today with the sweatshirt after Games Daily, what did I say? 
I was like, what are you wearing? I like that sweatshirt. No, no, I said no, I liked it. no. You, said, you made me find the sweatshirt then too, and then somehow you 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 tried out the material on me, pivot, and then yeah. here you are. You no, know, I, using I, it. I think I do. I like I like when you wear the crew nut crew neck. That's where I was gonna start. I is that I don't good. know if you guys noticed, but crew neck sweatshirts have come back, and I'm starting to wear them. Papa, more. you gotta take this little. You got you gotta do the take the shirt off underneath, and then pop a little daddy hair. But I want to see a couple daddy hairs come Jesus out on top of it. Christ. Is that how she looks, Tim? You're you're a fashionista. Yeah. If you're in the oh, 80s, really? you got to have a little bit of the Tom Selleck going. Let me see. I like wearing the t-shirt underneath it in case I get warm. Yeah. You know what I mean? In case you get warm. In case I get warm. If I get hot in the sweater, I can take off and I'm. In a oh, t-shirt. I see what you're saying. Yeah. No, you got to go crew neck, nothing underneath. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's like the be like Neve. This is how this is the hipster thing to Neve do. Neve from Catfish. That guy has like a carpet on his chest. Jesus Christ. The the show Catfish. The guy Neve. Um, oh, the guy who did the movie Catfish now hosts the show. Okay. Yeah, like his. Whenever he just wears like standard T-shirts or any just sort of collared shirt, you just see Kev, underneath. Can I see the like, one? Are you wearing an undershirt? It looks like he's wearing an undershirt. No, they're not. Look, I got that says. weird tan line too. Then yeah. yeah, but that'll go away if you just keep rocking this. Plus, so what's what's? I don't, cool. I don't rock them enough. No, I have know, this one, you know the what? Deadly Class one. I put change it, put it back. Because here's I the like thing. It. Here's the thing, Greg. No. Here's the thing. From this camera view, it's hard to tell the difference between your skin tone and the yellow. I agree. I have jaundice. It doesn't matter. The hep. I got the hep. If you blur your eyes, it looks like you're wearing a tank top. (laughs) You said don't let squid kid. Don't let squid kid influence you. Corey Cudney or whoever else has technical expertise, blur an image, a screenshot, and see if you can It looks like you're wearing a tank top. Yeah. Well, I mean, a little like bit, but it's like a really flowy tank top. Like it's a nightgown. We get to blur your eyes. The idea with the shirt under the, the, the crew neck or whatever is usually accent matching with shoes and whatnot if you were going to go that Okay, loud. interesting, interesting. Yeah, interesting. That's, that's or maybe the fashion you wear a, side. Maybe you wear a purple, right? But there's a function side that you're bringing up, which is you want to be able to... Heat you know, management. Heat management, which I understand. But heat heat sinks. Question. Great mother. Yes. Question for you, yeah. Tim. So I'm wearing black and white shoes. So shouldn't the black shirt then be yeah, an but, accent? Yeah, but, but that's the thing is like black doesn't really count as an accent. Okay. okay. Like that's, that's just fair. a base color. That's a. Can I get away with a blue to blue? Blacks, whites, primary. grays. Primary. Primary color. Can I do if I did blue to match my jeans? Would that work? The problem is I'm never a fan of the darker undershirt to the lighter overshirt. Like I don't, I've never been able to wrap my head around that. If you've got a white undershirt with a black thing on top of it, I respect that. What about when I wear the Deadly Class pullover sweatshirt that's black and I have a black t-shirt underneath and then they just merge it together, right? That's probably fine. I'm fine with black on black. But but light yellow on top of a black undershirt, I just don't like that look at all. That's fair for you. I'm also just not much for fashion right now. Like I just don't care. I just came in. I just threw on some stuff. Well, I mean, you guys are doing the biggest offense. Well, not not necessarily Tim. Nick though, navy blue on the black is like a no no. It's in now. Too close. Well, I'm wearing the black with the navy, but it's only because I'm wearing the black and blue. No, sure. But I'm with you though. Black and navy, you got to be careful. Yeah, it's way too close. They're too close to each other. Too close, man. See, you would think that, but you're not seeing how light my denim is. Right you do have no, but really nothing to do with really the, the whole top half. That's, 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 that's a good like, like, point. You're not seeing how light his denim is. Look at that. That does look nice. I think. You know what I mean? Well, now you've thrown me through a loop because I was thinking about. It. I needed to buy more sweatshirts like this. I think I you felt should like wear. Fallen out of style for a long you, time. You know what it reminds me. of. But I don't want to be. Crunics? I don't. I don't want to be wearing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Crewnecks have been back. They're going to be here for a while. Yeah, but I don't. I don't want to do it. I don't know if I feel comfortable not wearing an undershirt. I mean, it's not really that big of a deal with what. Yeah, it's not a make or break thing. Nick shamed me three times today about my my shirt. Well, he he's going through the the thing of like, you know, he felt bad. Wanted to make it better. No, real talk. <laughs> I like the way you look in a crew neck shirt. I just talk, feel like he's made it worse, and I don't, don't look at him. You don't need the confidence. Yeah. Don't look at him. I know why you're wearing the undershirt. Don't look at him. 
Why am I wearing the industry? Because you don't trust being able to wear just the crew neck. You don't like the way it feels going fucking commando. But it's okay, Poppy. I can, what I'm telling you is you can do it. You can pull it off. You should have gotten the crew neck that Joey got at Nintendo store. That was a cool one. Cool crew neck right there. Somebody should have invited me to the Nintendo store. You know? we, Whatever. We you were out adventuring on your I own. I know it was. I know it was. Don't worry about it. This third rock was a magical moment for me. Magical moment. <clears throat> He's got was lost on them. I was like, guys, this is where they make Saturday Night Live. And Tim was like, the clip show? Where yeah. they clip it out? Yeah. That show? And I was like, oh, it's not relevant. Was that your first time no. there? That yeah, I'd never been to Thirty Rock. No way. I think I think I'd been to um I went to Radio City Music Hall one time, not realizing that it was street. right across the street from yeah. Thirty Rock, because I think Aaron Bolding took me to Radio City Music Aaron Hall Bolding. when they had the uh NBA or NFL draft that mm. year for Madden. Remember when Madden used to do the two yeah. day event where they'd hey, let's fly to New York and you play Madden for, for like an hour? Minutes and you're like, and do every, this other shit. Hey, it's Madden. Like, hey, big, hey, there's character dynamics. Great. I don't know. Uh, there's character dynamics. You know I mean? like, it always makes such the, a the relationship they're building between the quarterback and wide receiver. They always had like one new character, or, or not Tackle character. physics. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, was, yeah. You know, one new game mechanic is what yeah, I meant to say. Yeah. Where they're like, the new game mechanic this year is the fucking jerseys. The flow. quarterback cone vision. You're like, okay, I hated cool. cone vision. Hated cone suck. vision. Hated cone vision. Hated fighting for the fumble. Get out of here. So they were like, Aaron's like, hey, man, what we're going to do is we're going to go, we're going to see the game, and then we're going to do interviews with that's right former nfl players like joe montana wow. and i was like wow this is really cool i get to meet joe montana and it was all right and we interviewed him for five seconds yeah. and it was cool and i was like why did i fly to new york for three days for this and then we three sat games. and watched the nfl draft which if you've ever watched is the most boring it's fucking not, thing not very exciting you'll ever see no, you're crazy. after the first two picks three picks like all right number 15 on the draft let's wait like, oh, this is are dumb. you excited to party now for real with joe montana yeah, because he's what I forget what his title is in the FCFL, he's the Fan the Control Football League. Really? What, yeah, you know when we're there popping champagne at the draft, which I assure you will be more exciting as I scream into an internet void of what to do. I'm thinking like, what do we get? Joey, Mon- Joey Montana will be there. He'll give me I, w- right? I wonder Remember what the fallout is from the um, from the Alliance of American Football League shutting down. Mm-hmm. I wonder if any players are going to try to come over here. FCFL? Yeah, I wonder. If you are a player from the American Football League that just closed down and you want to join on the FCFL and you want to be part of the Milk Mommy team, feel free to start sending us videos of you throwing a football. <laughs> so the, the, the uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, I'll open it up to any kind of funny best friend. I want you to go to a park and have someone film you throw a football. Yeah. And we'll there see. We'll start a leaderboard to see who's throwing it the farthest cool. and who's cutting the best promo. Me and Nick will rank them on okay, we gotta yeah. get, we gotta, yeah. You know, we got to get was, uh, I forgot the best friend's name that used to do the Ghoulie Hangouts with us that plays football in London. Ooh. We got to get his ass in because he's huge. That is a great I one. I forget his name. When I apologize. Uh, last week we married two best friends here, mm-hmm. and one snowbike Mike was here as a witness, mm-hmm. and I was leaning on him pretty hard. He's got to quit his job and try and Become go try to be the uh, no no try to be the the coach of the Milk Mommies. Oh, the coach. If he applies, and then we have a fan vote for who's going to be the coach. It'll be it'll be uh, snowbike Mike. Tell uh, you what, what could that. possibly go wrong with that? Well, uh, do you care? No, not at no. all. I, well, here's my here's what, my real. What could go wrong? <laughs> We lose every game. We lose Snowbike Mike doesn't know how to manage a team. Yeah. Everybody goes, hey, nah, he's Mike. never managed. He hires his pugs as offensive <laughs> and defensive players. <laughs> <laughs> he puts them in little shorts. <laughs> I just picture one of the pugs with like a clipboard. Like, right, <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not. You're not. Uh, real talk, though, how quickly do you think we're going to get some sort of fine? From the governing sports agency of whatever the is FCFL. America, is that what it, no, if no. they try to find us, we'll have the fans vote them down. No, mm-hmm. what I mean is like mm-hmm. I can just imagine that we're gonna break some sort of recruiting process law, like they do in colleges, where you're not allowed to make promises to kids or like that's, pay the that's money. College though, this is this is FCFL. Yeah. So anything, anything goes, goes. So we're anything okay goes. to throw like as long whatever as the, fans the fuck say we want people to get yeah, them on the team. 100%. Man, we're gonna as long get, as the fans vote. We're gonna get thrown in jail. <laughs> Probably. Cool. Probably. Yeah. So that the like the. 
the other league that was started was the AAF. Um, and it was run by Oliver Luck, who's Andrew Luck's dad. He's a for, former quarterback or whatever. And it shut down within like five games, six games, I think. And they, 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 they just they went bankrupt. And they just lost money and the league shut down. And so it was kind of like pretty big news because this is supposed to be. I think what happened was there was a guy who was making a documentary on the XFL. And then while doing the documentary, was like, huh. We should start up an, a league oh, like yeah, the XFL. Yeah. And the XFL made their announcement that, like, hey, in two years, we're coming. And the AAF was like, hey, we'll be there a year before you. So they beat them to the punch. And it sure. was like, oh, they beat them. Uh, they beat them in the timeline. Like, that sucks for XFL. And now it's already gone. So we'll see what XFL has up their sleeves. Well, I mean, they're going to have to compete with the FCFL by then. Yeah, that's true. Fuck them. They we'll already had first snap by then. Milk mommies will be running across this great nation of ours, spilling their milk on anybody who gets in their way. And the XFL isn't even extreme anymore. Like there's no, yeah. Like yeah. Vince McMahon came out and was like, you know, we. I think one of the main reasons why like XFL was kind of big to begin with back in the day was like no player safety, which is horrible. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like there's no fair catches. Like, if you catch a ball, you're going to get hit. There's no waiting or anything like that. Fight for the football <clears> instead of a coin yeah. toss. Yeah. And, uh, and it's just not like that anymore. I think they, like... We'll see what it is. Who knows what it's going to be. Who knows? Who knows if Vince mean? McMahon has... Well, they can't his... do that shit anymore. I like to imagine that, like, Shane McMahon's still going to drop down from a <laughs> from somewhere, do an elbow sure. job on somebody. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys watch the John Oliver bit? <clears throat> no, I yeah. did not. I heard a lot of people tell me about Fascinating it. Fascinating shit. Showed it to Jen last night. Yeah, if you haven't, you what can go it? watch uh, Last Week Tonight, John Oliver, the week before WrestleMania, did a segment of about the WWE and it's basically it's hilarious obviously and he's a fan of wrestling he's, he mentions that several times in there but the thrust of it is that something I, I was not aware of that uh, technically uh, this is from what he has in the documents in the site he presented uh, WWE doesn't have employees all the wrestlers are independent contractors Oof. which that's how I think that's how the UFC does it too Really? Yeah, I don't, I don't think. I mean, I think the fighters are just contractors. Because but they the don't problem have being here is the fa- yeah, exactly. There's yeah. no healthcare for WWE, but the the bigger problem of like at the very definition of what an independent contractor is, like they're signed to exclusive agreements, so they can't go work anywhere else. So they, they can't be a contractor. Exactly. Yeah. They can't go. It's like you can't pop down to APW here in the, the Bay and play and yeah. wrestle for a weekend. That you seems that, that that might be a little bit of a conflict of interest. Yeah, and exactly. I, I can a ton of that. other like random little things where it's like if you're injured. Um, if you're injured for more than like six weeks or something like really small, you can your contract can be terminated. Yeah, I think point. I think you, the way UFC does it, and I, this is I, I'm, I'm probably gonna misspeak here, but I think the way UFC does it is they contract you for a certain amount of fights, and that's how they get around that. Where it's like if they contract Tim to fight, you're gonna get like a three fight. Mm-hmm. They're gonna give you three fights or whatever it is, and then but that makes kind of sense because they don't want you going and getting hurt at like at yeah. Bellator and then coming back and not being able to fill that contract. So that kind of makes sense. But, with, but WWE is obviously like a different thing. You have to be there every fucking week. And that's the thing is there's, there's no, no off season. season. Yeah. And like, like there's going to all this stuff. It's really fascinating. You should, everyone that's should really watch cool. it. It is really, really interesting. But I mean, shit. it's, but like I see both sides of it. Cause you, cause to keep a roster that deep of employees would cost you a fuck ton of money. In like, in like benefits and shit. <laughs> like that's the thing is like then have there be off seasons for people. You know That'd be mean? the argument, right? Let's, all right. So let's have. 10 employees that are our wrestlers that are here all the time and then fill it with independent contractors yeah, to make but it all happen. But, you, but then you're going to get people like John Cena who are like, I don't want a salary. I want just money. And then I want to negotiate this contract every year. Because, I mean, I imagine it's more like talent contracts than it is about like, than, than athletic contracts. But I could be wrong. It's a fascinating thing. WWE put out a statement after the fact. They're just like, John Oliver is clearly a funny guy, but he didn't use the stuff we had sent him or whatever. And we they invited him to WrestleMania to come find out. What, I yeah. never saw a response to they, it. The there response. was a response. Was essentially like, hey, <laughs> cool, nice, but what about the answers to the questions? Yeah. And like they show interview footage. And of course, it's very... 
from a certain perspective, but they show uh, interview footage of Vince McMahon. Uh, I, I forgot what this was from, but it's four by three footage, so it's like old school, Vince old school McMahon. shit. Yeah, but like it's some guy. It's from, they're like, and now we cut to an interview of Vince McMahon, and it's four by three, clearly from like WrestleMania. Well, they didn't mean it was new, but it was. He was, he gets asked like, why are so many? He's like, why are so many wrestlers you know dying or whatever? And Vince goes, perhaps you should ask yourself that question. And the guy's like, no, he, he looks he looks at Vince and he goes, do you? Think that you're responsible in any way for all of the injuries and deaths in WWE, and Vince gets really upset and looks at him. And says, Why don't you ask yourself that question? And the journalist is like, uh, "I mean, like, do, do you think?" And then he's I'm like, "No, absolutely, anything. in no way do I think I'm responsible." Why are you making that face? Do you do you think that I'm responsible? And the guy's like, "Well, you hire them and they wrestle for you, and so blah blah." blah. And then Vince, like, fucking Vince smacks the papers, papers. And fucking yeah. smack like like mocks him for a second, smacks the papers. Like, holy shit, this is way too yeah. impressive. I mean, he probably gets asked that question a lot. And well, I'm this is sure back in the day too when he was coming stunner. under attack from every different direction for backyard wrestling, for the deaths, <clears> for <throat> this. And like, I'm not saying he's not. That's our. It's not saying that's a normal reaction from a human being. Yeah. Nor am I saying he's justified to be that angry at a reporter. But I mean, like, I'd see, I remember him doing similar things on like 2020 and other talk shows, getting all fucking fired up. Yeah, well, I, sure, I, I bring like, this up because uh, you guys talking about the football stuff and like the AA, XFL and AAF and XFL um, and all that stuff. Like now, in rest, there's a really interesting moment in wrestling right now where AEW is this new yeah. uh, league coming up. And, Cody, right? And it yeah, it's from from a legendary family of wrestlers, whatever, and it's like, it does seem to be the first real competitor potentially to WWE that we've seen in a long time. There's been TNA. I was going to say some TNA, other yeah, things, yeah. But TNA, essentially, I mean, they don't exist anymore. As far well, no, as they I lost. Know. I'm just saying and I remember they, them they being lost. a serious competitor when they came And AEW now is only interesting because all this stuff's kind of coming out at the same time, and people are jumping ship from WWE to go to AEW, and there's like a lot of people unhappy with how things are going, and all this John Oliver stuff is definitely bubbling up, and I think there's about to be a huge moment. I don't think AEW is going to win this one out, yeah. but I do think it's going to actually enact some change in the health side of WWE sooner than later. I, I definitely think both the John Oliver thing bringing eyes to it and a thing that I had no idea. Did you know this? That they're independent contractors? No. And yada, yada, like all that stuff. Like it was like, holy fuck, right? And like he was like, he encouraged people to bring signs to WrestleMania and start chants. We were at WrestleMania. We didn't see that. The- the chance happened. Really? I didn't yeah, hear yeah, him. the we want healthcare like happened like four times. Really? I and, like, never I, heard she it. She was like, what the it. fuck? And I was like, I'll show you the video later. It's hard, but I mean like th- that that same debate happens in UFC all the time where people are like, you know, you how are these how are people expected to actually legitimately step in there and fight when they might get hurt to a point that it can bankrupt them? Um, and to a degree, I mean, I imagine it's the same with WWE. Like you fall off something the wrong way and break your fucking back, yeah. and you're done. And they're not like, responsible. And that's going to, that the medical bills in alone are going to just cripple you. WWE. So other interesting things, and we're just spoiling this entire video, but you should still watch it. Um, but they were talking about how there's, and they showed the quotes from the contracts that are like WWE. Even if they are responsible for the injuries or death, they are not responsible. Like no, even I mean, if it happens because of uh, their negligence, yeah, the people are not. Uh, and that's not that wouldn't hold up in court though. That's, I mean, it's, it's that's, yeah, it, it has. But like if there if the scaffolding goes wrong or something like that, like someone could absolutely sue, and that could they're going to I mean, win. You can sue for anything, but like yeah. it, in their contract, it it clearly says. Yeah, I mean, but uh, and on one level, like I totally I get both sides of this. I'm not like 100 percent pro one side or the other because if you're running an organization like that, there is an inherent risk that you just have to accept if you're going to be a wrestler, and that risk. It's yeah, while it can be slightly mitigated, but like at the, at the end of the day, like you're putting your this is a combat sport, like an, an action sport, a combat sport with UFC. It's a combat sport. Like you're stepping in a ring for someone to literally who's training to fuck you up. 
And like that, there just is an inherent danger that you have to accept with that. And there's an inherent bodily harm that's going to come along with that. So while I kind of sympathize with Vince in the way of like, you have to have a, 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 like a level of organization that's going to allow that to thrive and to grow um, and, and not be crippled by those injuries to happen. Having said that, like, I, like if he had to pay for everyone's health care, it might legitimately like bankrupt WWE. So it sucks. But, you know, and but the problem I see it from both sides and that with UFC, it's so hard for up and comers to grow because they might have a really good fight, but they might take a lot of injury and then they just don't have the money to sustain themselves. Yeah. And that you know? they go into that. Like with, with Conor McGregor, it's different. You're getting paid 10, 15, 20 million dollars per fight. You get hurt. You got the money and the means and the time to recover and the notoriety to come back and get another big payday. But that's not the same as like if your friend like Brandon wanted to go fight in UFC, he's in a much different ballpark or ball game than than uh, than Connor is. You know, it's just not going to happen. Like if I wanted to go fight in the UFC right now, and then that first fight went bad, it would be it would suck. That'd be done. That that would be it would not happen for me. Yeah, I I do think you'll see a change in WWE in terms of this, right? Because I feel like they're a smart enough company, especially for the era they're in now mm-hmm. of being the PG, trying to be there for everybody and family friendly. And with, you know, obviously uh, Stephanie and Hunter getting closer and closer to just running the show on their own, right? Whether What's going to happen with Vince? And also, I think Vince softening in some ways. Absolutely. Older. But what I went back to when I was watching it, right, and finished it, it was like, holy shit, I can't believe it's that bad. And then saw a WWE yes. statement, and then it's like, whatever, and blah, blah. I'm not saying there's got to be a truth somewhere more in the middle, mm-hmm. right? Because, like, my thing was, and I have not talked to him about it, but, like, Xavier Austin is such a smart dude. Like, I can't imagine him ever being like, yep, life sucks, and I'm totally being abused, and I'm not going to get out of it or have a way to do... You know, And granted, I mean, he's doing the, the YouTube channel and doing all these different things. Like, he's yeah. preparing for a life one day where he does not have to wrestle. Yeah. But I also don't think... I don't know. I, I don't, don't think know. many people are, though. I think he is definitely a, a exception to the rule because, I mean, they showed so many people... That their life's wrestling, and the moment they're not in WWE, it's like, what do I do anymore? Yeah, but again, my argument, my counter, not even counter argument to that, my argument would be that I think maybe wrestlers today are a little bit more hip to the game of what they're doing, right? Where it's like, yeah, Jake the Snake Roberts was just fucking doing drugs and fucking people in every city he went to, right? Yeah. And then wrestling, and then when it was all over, it was over. Same with Roddy Roddy Piper. And granted, product of the 80s, mm-hmm. right? Like, this totally. is what they're doing. Whereas, like, now you look at somebody like The Miz, you look at Sasha Banks, you look at CM Punk, the way they're going to do this but build their brand at the same time and get... We'll this. see. We'll see. I, yeah, I definitely yeah. think that there, there are rare exceptions of people that are understanding the side of it. I think that Austin is one of the only people that I I see differentiating and, and having alternate sources of revenue and things going on. Yeah. Sasha, I don't know. I and with all I don't know if you guys know at all, but like this last week was not good for Sasha Banks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like Why, what happened? It, with this AEW, she's not happy with WWE. Who knows how much of this is rumors? Who knows how much of it? Yeah, it's, it's all like backstage. It's part all part of the storyline. We don't know, but like. But yeah, I, her I dropping the be belts at the, apparently she the, almost quit. Yeah, like, dropping the belts at Romania was not cool. They thought they were gonna have a longer run with it, so they are yeah apparently been out of shape. And a lot of this is here, here of course. Say, she say sure. bullshit, but like I don't know. I think you so with, quit. with AEW, I don't know. Shit. You I stopped with man. a fat lip. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I also have no. I don't have an understanding of how much like you know mid tier wrestlers make. Because I have to imagine the people that are that are that this affects most aren't the the John Cena's or the people who are like of course, yeah. you know the Ron, like Ronda Rousey doesn't need I don't think she's hurting for healthcare money like she's a multimillionaire at this point probably making a ton of money through the UFC or through a WWE um, but I just have to imagine like the up and comer guys like that are two three years in that are trying to cut the mustard but they're having to get fucking CT scans every month or so at two thousand dollars a pop like how do you how do you sustain that Well, one of the most fascinating things in this is CM Punk who has had a lot of issues with WWE and is no longer with them anymore. But um, he, there was a radio interview that was in this episode uh, talking about how 
you know, they, they only have to do one physical examination a year. Like that's all they're required to do. And even when you do that. Like, to get cleared to go wrestle? Yeah. Fuck. And that the doctors will um, essentially be, be cool to give you the out so that you don't need to say you're injured and leave. Because if you do that, your contract's at risk. And it got to the point where they're like, he got a concussion. And the doctor's like, do you have a concussion? Or do you want to get on the flight to London? And like so that doctor you know, should absolutely lose his medical man, license. Right? And then and then because of like well, yeah, they, they started giving him Z packs, which I'm not familiar with those even are. Z packs are like They're for like malaria, isn't it? That's that? an antibiotic. Yeah, it's essentially just giving you a shit ton of medicine to like solve a bunch of different no, problems. I'm thinking, like, I'm thinking something different, sorry. Like just to like it's like mega vitamins. And it made him shit his pants on SmackDown, like right. in a match at some point. And then he like owned it and tweeted about it and WWE made him take it down. It's just like, it's just not a good luck. I mean, look, if no fans or butts, if a doctor knows you have a concussion and gives you an out with that, that person should lose a medical license. That's not, I mean, that's, that's a serious that, fucking thing. He, that was the NFL the for head, like ever. You can die. <laughs> that was the best. Have you seen this yet? The John Oliver bit? No, no, no. There's an awesome thing. He's like, when you lose the moral high ground to the, the NFL, NFL, you are morally subterranean. Because yeah. <laughs> he was talking about how, like, I forget what the NFL does if you get injured. Yeah, now the NFL, like, is if you get hit, if you take a big hit, and if a player shows any sign of wooziness, you go straight to the sideline. And it used to be that, like, the player would stay in the game, he'd wave him off. And, and I mean, even back in the day, they would, they would go back and do like a concussion test or whatever and they put the tent over them so that they're fully covered from the media or whatever and there were several times that pe- players would fail and the coach would you know whatever they'd go around the rules and they'd get back in the game it's but now brutal. they're like extremely strict about like if you show any sign you go to the tunnel and they'll say oh he's back being examined and then a couple of minutes go by and they're like oh he's not cleared to return so he's out for the rest of the game he showed signs of concussion. But like at a certain point, like that's one of those things where you, you have to enforce that rule unilaterally or else it's, you know, in order to affect real change, like you have to, you have, if someone's injured, you have to do that and that'll change the game. But I think it'll make the game better ultimately because you'll have less injuries. And you'll have people being more responsible about it. But I, I heard, a, I heard a thing the other day where someone was talking about uh, concussions. I think it was on Rogan's podcast where he was saying that people are getting concussions now without even hitting, like doing like having head to head or head to body contact. It's just the pure, Shock force. of someone, the force of someone hitting you that fucks up your head, even if they don't hit your head, which is like, I mean, it's just, a, it's a scary thing. And, and then, but it's, but it's the question of like, at what point do you have to take responsibility for you being a person who's willfully taking part in this stuff? Um, and that's where I think a lot of the discussion needs to be had. Whereas like, like UFC is doing it with the drug, with drug testing, where about two, three years ago, they brought in a new organization to just be, to fucking crack down on drug tests and steroid uses. And it's changed the sport. But they have to enforce it across the board, which means that they have like Dana White and and uh, I forget who owns it now. But to their credit, they've lost a lot of money probably because of that, because of that choice. Sure. But they're playing the long game, which is if we can clean this up and if we can make sure all of our fighters are healthy and 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 clean coming into this, then ultimately we're going to make we're going to make up for that deficit. But I mean, you're talking about. John Jones got popped like twice in a row. That's a big loss of revenue. I he's think he gets big, popped all the time. All the time. <laughs> and like, and he, just, I think he got popped again in his last fight, but I think they, they gave him a pass on it because it was, some, it was like a very minuscule amount that could, that, that could be trace amounts to something else. Um, but like Lesnar got popped for it. Like all these guys get popped for it, but you got to, you got to enforce these rules if you want to, especially in this day and age where people just don't let shit go anymore. It's not like people go, Oh, someone like in the eighties, I was like, is someone using steroids? Ah, look at this though. He hit a ball real hard. Ah, he hit the ball real hard. Now it's like, no, we should talk about that steroid thing. What's that? (laughs) Early two thousands. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, but no, you're right. And I mean, I think that again is the WWE thing. That's again, and I love the John Oliver pit and they do deserve healthcare and they, I, I'd say they probably need to unionize like Jesse Ventura 
and the John Oliver thing brings up, right? But it's also the same way that WWE's aged up a lot, and I think it's cost them a lot as well, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas I watch WWE, and I like it, don't get me wrong, but... I loved the Attitude Era, right? I loved fucking Mick Foley covered in blood, taking fucking headshot after headshot after headshot with a steel chair chair. from The Rock. And like, headshot, you know, you can't hit anyone in the head with a fucking chair anymore. Period. They like if they bleed now, it's real. It's on. It's not. They bladed, which it's is the old, yeah, yeah. the old Ugh. thing of taking a razor blade and cutting your head, so <laughs> That's you bleed. Terrible. Now it's like a real thing, and you see the ref immediately hit his thing and say something, and then put on the blue <laughs> gloves because that's like they're trying to ev- elevate it that way. Yeah, is it wrong to get a little too. bloody? And uh, oh yeah, a lot they of, get bloody. They get bloody all the time. But like, yeah, that yeah, can yeah. be the point. But it's like yeah, it's like not. It's no longer on purpose. Like that's what they're tr- yeah. driving for, right? And it's the same thing of like in the thing of the interview like right uh, the John Oliver bit he uses the Bread the Hitman Heart documentary footage right where he's like yeah we're, you know Vince treats people like circus animals and yada 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 it's important to point out that that was like from like 1997 right yeah. Bret Hart was just inducted again as the Hart Foundation into the Hall of Fame right so it's like for him even and granted that's a podcast unto itself of yeah. Bret Hart and Vince McMahon's story of the Montreal Screwjob, his brother Owen dying in the ring, them coming back. You know, I mean, there's so there's so much there that I do think we're dealing with a different WWE. Clearly, not a perfect WWE in any stretch of the imagination, right? Like, I would can't. much rather be that they take care of people. Yeah. But again, even to that point, and again, I'm. P- cherry picking answers here right I remember when draws got paralyzed in the ring right and I remember that WWE took care of him like they took care of him from at least the first few years what happened afterwards I don't know but yeah. I remember they took care of him yeah yeah I mean it's hard I mean you get you get all these same these same criticisms of like guys like Dana White where these these are these are organizations that you have to kind of like you have to be really tough if you're going to be the leader on and I and I totally understand that the question is like where is there where's there a level of like hey this is good for the organization versus hey we're just being kind of greedy sure. and I think that's that's sure. that's a big conversation because I don't think Vince McMahon's hurting for money <laughs> no I think that's John Oliver's whole thing is that yeah. like it's important that he's he's, know, a, fucking he's a millionaire and asshole on TV but he's an asshole in real life yeah. and he goes to all examples and, and I stuff. can get, I get that yeah, um, it's but tough. it's a complicated issue, and yeah. it was it's it, it, just like anything else in our industry of gaming. It was like, mm-hmm. wow, good on you, John Oliver, for bringing this up because totally. it is a lot of shit to wrestle with. You guys should watch it, and even if you don't have HBO, it's on YouTube for yeah, free. Totally, for the whole um, twenty-four minutes. On, on, a, on a totally related note, I for some reason went down a rabbit hole of googling uh, top fifty golden era wrestlers from like the golden era. And I was like, this is fascinating because for whatever reason, I'm like, I'm like fascinated by wrestling now, but I want to go. I'm like, you know me, I kind of want like a base knowledge of it from the beginning. So I'm like, I'm going to go back to the 80s and see who people think were like the top 50 wrestlers in the 80s. Would you be? uh, That was actually the the reason I got it was because something I was watching said uh, Jimmy Snuka. And I was like, oh, Superfly Jimmy Snuka. I was like, is it Superfly? So I Googled that. Oh, <coughs> I'm, I'm sorry. It wasn't Snuka. It was Junkyard Dog. Oh, sure. Okay. I saw him come up in something. And I was like, ah, what era was he? What years was he? <coughs> so I started reading this article of top 50 uh, wrestlers. Would you believe that Hulk Hogan wasn't number one in this article that I read? Sure. Who do you think was number one? Andre the Giant? No, he was number <sighs> From seven. From the 80s? From like the golden what era. Are we, so but you keep saying that. What Rick does that Flair? mean? Uh, no, he was like number nine. So this article I read put Macho Man Randy Savage mm. as number one, huh. okay. at like the top fifty. I, I mean, I assume Golden Era was like right before Attitude Era, right? Okay. Is that how it works? Yeah, yeah you think like Hulk so. Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, so like, yeah, like those, those early nineties. Yeah, they uh, put Ultimate 80s. Warrior as like number four, yeah. which I felt like was probably a little high on the list. 
from what I remember of him. Depends on, I mean, it's what are you judging on? What what is what are the criteria for this, right? Yeah. It's not, yeah, I mean, I mean, there's no work, way work number one's put not in notoriety. <laughs> like, look at the WrestleManias. Hogan was main event every right. single one. It's like whether or not, and I know that now. I mean, this was a, bigger. by the way, a random article that I found. Couldn't tell you what yeah. website it was on. I'm sure it was someone's blog, paginated, blog spot or you know, yeah. all 50 No, pages. it wasn't paginated, which is nice. It was actually just a nice scroll, but, but I was like, because I remember you guys referring to me as, as, or saying something in context to me and Ted DiBiase. Remember, you're like, Nick, I think you'd like Ted DiBiase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I look back, I'm like, I like this guy. I like this guy. <laughs> but I feel like Greg's more of a Ted DiBiase just for the fact sure, that he cheating, pays people paying to people off. Yeah, pay, pay, pay people to do ridiculous I can't win the title, shit. so I'll make my own title and I'll never defend it. <laughs> yeah, hundred yeah, percent. That's right in my alley. Yeah, yeah. I just think it's so fascinating. It's a whole era of 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 or a whole movement or a moment in time that I just sort of like. I was on the sidelines for. Of course, I remember Hulk Hogan. I remember Hulkamania. I remember all of this, like Hulk Hogan being in fucking Rocky Three and like being sure. a huge deal. And three Ninjas Four. There you go, Gremlins Two. Um, but I don't remember. I really didn't watch any wrestling in the 80s and yeah. which is kind of like I'm, it's a I'm, magical moment it's sad it's hard it's, back so, and it's so creative and, and so that's ridiculous. the thing is going back and watching stuff and even some of the john oliver bits where they're talking about the different territories and you're watching old old shit it's so crazy to think about like where it was then and where it is now in the way that you went there and you believed it right and i remember i grew up a huge andy kaufman fan and yeah. so like i remember watching all the documentaries about that and when he got piledrived by jerry the king lawler and it was mm-hmm. on the real news and they were like look at this ted tell me that doesn't hurt like they were like commentating like when he gets taken out in a stretcher and the, the thing and people like thought he was really like fucking yeah, paralyzed you know and yeah, it's just yeah. like so crazy that that the suspension of disbelief back then of how that would all work and then to where it is now, which is like, you know, it is this mainstream you, popcorn entertainment you, that we all know what we're getting into. You look at it, you're like, yeah, people totally believe that. And then I'm scrolling down and I get to the road warriors and I'm like, who the fuck believe that these guys are real? <laughs> they face paint. They're fucking all fucking crazy, man. Yeah. Shoulder pads. Dude, God bless the, the footage when it was showing the different territories and stuff. Like, I don't know that stuff at all. Yeah. Um, Mid-Atlantic. They, they, they showed a ton of like clips of people talking and then one was Jim Ross. Yeah. Like, Ross in there a couple times. Like 20 years old or yeah. whatever. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, I've only yeah. known him as this old ass man. Yeah. But like, I heard him tell him. Like, I was like, yeah, now he's like running it. Well, not running, but like behind the scenes yeah. running AEW. Cool who, shit. Was, who was the announcer that was like kind of balding but would wear the red bow tie? Like mustache red, but he kind of looked like Jesse. a micro machines guy. Oh, Howard Ooh. Finkel. Uh, okay. He was a ring announcer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finkel came in and uh, did that thing with me at IGN back in the day. Oh, yeah? That was surreal, yeah, where we oh, came yeah. in and announced the roster for WWE All-Stars, but we filmed it to look like shit. That's we right. We wanted to make it look like it was Mid-Atlantic South Wrestling circa 1975. That's awesome. Yeah. Every time uh, Jamie from THQ runs into him, he goes, how's Gregory James? <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Finkel was awesome. I mean, that's, you know, it was such a different world, so crazy to think about how it was then versus what it is now, where I think part of the enjoyment right now of watching WWE, right, like we were going into Mania, wasn't even like, man, I wonder what's going to happen in this match. It was like, I mean, the match is going to be good because we trust the performers, but and also, do you think they'll win based on backstage drama? Do you think the rest of the card, they can't have too many good guys winning, right? Like I mean, dude, like, that's the thing is like, this is the era, they call this the reality era because of all the reality TV shows and stuff yeah. that have that have popped up, like Total Divas and Love it. Miz and Mrs. or whatever the hell and all that shit. Great fucking um, name, great by name, the way. Yeah, great, great fucking really name. Great. Um, all that stuff, but like, it's now... Tra- turning finally into Twitter and stuff where it's like beefs are happening yeah. on Twitter and they haven't Becky done Lynch that. Becky Lynch is great at that. And, and it's like this thing with Sasha right now. It's like like Alexa Bliss just blocked Sasha. And it's like, why? Is that storyline stuff or is this like there's actual shit going on? And it's weird. And I like that because it's like it's it's wrestling isn't real, but it's like we're still not sure what's going to happen. And that's the beauty of it all. It's like even in 2019, you don't go to the WrestleMania knowing that Kofi's going to win. You know what I mean? We, we didn't know that. 
really cool shit. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, I uh, totally different from what we're talking sure. about right now. Sure. Do you ever just like become a new person, right? And you want to tidy <laughs> up and flip your life around? No. This no. weekend, <laughs> I was very, very sick, right? Pretty happy. And it was, uh, I believe it was Saturday. And I, what I did was like, I put a couple things in a trash bag and I was like, I'm cleaning this whole fucking room because I'm a mess. I'm really disgusting no, and messy. No, you can tell by my no. desk. I'm very, very gross um, and very okay. disorganized. And I was like, I have been wanting to do this for a long time. It's Saturday. I have the whole day to myself. And I essentially just reorganized my room. I Marie kondo the shit out of my fucking life. And I threw a bunch of stuff in trash bags. It's a good feeling. Threw, like, threw out a bunch of Great clothes I, I don't want. Which I still need to drop off, but I like I put these giant bags of clothes in the trunk of my car and like get out of here forever, you know? Yeah. Because they've just been kind of in the walkway, and I have so many like Amazon boxes that I tore down, put in recycling. It felt Feels great, good. and I love the I, I, like I, my room is arranged in a new way now to where I feel like I can breathe, and I feel like any interior designer would be like, oh, it's way more open now. Yeah. Like Bobby from Queer Eye would be like, yeah. Oh, what's her name? What's her name? Uh, the Japanese woman, Marie Kondo. Yeah, Marie, Marie Kondo. Kondo. Yeah, she's like, I'm gonna. You're gonna condo it up. Yeah, I just in the. Did you? Yeah, but it was just like a, a week, a weekend of that shit. Um, and I'm really. And, and last night, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go the extra step. I'm gonna buy a new comforter. What? Buy new bed sheets. Buy Brooklyn. new pillows. Oh, sh- oh you should have done that. You should have done that. Oh, by the way, we're sponsored today. Who? Uh, we are today sponsored by. You told me I didn't need to do it. So I didn't Warby write Parker and someone else. Cool. We'll look at those ads later. <laughs> yeah, it was just a weekend of that. And it's like it came it out of nowhere. Good, right? It feels great. Like I feel like my room can breathe better. Yeah. I feel like I can breathe better. Because I was getting to the point where um, my bed was in a position <laughs> to where it was like bed, streaming desk, and TV with barely any room. Whenever I wanted to watch TV, I it's right in front of my bed, right? And I'm essentially just like crisscross applesauce on top of the bed. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like right in front of it and my back starts to hurt. <laughs> sure. And then I'm like, all right, well, let me switch up the position so I see my stomach to stretch out my back. And it just it was a mess. So now it's like in a position to where there's walking room in between me and the TV. Uh, I'm, I'm really, really happy. Our little Andy's growing I, up. And I, I finally started it. putting up like my, my art prints that I've had. Yeah. That I just. That's big. That's yeah. the big thing. Yeah, yeah. I finally started. I've been in this fucking apartment for, you know, almost two years now. Yeah. I'm finally doing that. Uh, bought new, uh, more blackout curtains because the blackout, the curtains we have, our windows are very, very tall. Like mm. our, we have very, very high ceilings in our apartment. And you'd have, you'd have abnormally high ceilings. Yes, in yeah, especially high. in my room, they're it's weird. They're extremely high, and the windows are so fucking other, tall. You should put the loft in your room and have like bunk beds up there. That'd be so tight. That'd be really, That'd cool. Be really cool. The uh, the windows are so tall that the I think I measured it out. I think that it's like. 80 inches tall or some shit like that. Jesus. And the curtains like don't, I have them a little bit shorter off the top so that they cover all the way to the bottom or whatever. But on the top, a lot of sunlight bleeds in. I hate it. I fucking hate waking up to like a lot of sunlight. It's the worst thing in the world. I'm such a like, I need my room to be to pitch black in order for me to fall asleep. So I bought longer curtains. Wow. Just cleaning my life out, guys. That's good for you, Becoming a new person. You gonna get a real haircut soon? No. Okay, good. That's what I like to hear. No. Bad no, I had uh, a couple weeks ago gone into the closet with the, the big old Ikea bags and like drastically cut down the t-shirt collection because there's so much shit I just never wear. You're cl- that, I, sometimes, if you, would you believe 
that I wake up in a cold sweat at night thinking about that t-shirt closet of yours. Sure. Well, how, why are you in my t-shirt closet? So I much? went there one time in one of your parties. Remember? Because I was like, <laughs> "All right, you need a shirt." I was oh, like, "Hey, can I get a shirt?" Right. And you're like, "Yeah, go." He's like, "Yeah, just go in my closet." I was like, "Which one?" He's like, "You'll know." And I walked in, and it's wall to wall. Like Greg has never thrown out a t-shirt in his life. You never know when you need him. I have a lot of special t-shirt shirts. shirts. But okay. what I don't understand is how he a remembers them and b what is I, the, I was like very what is the <laughs> filing like uh, process? Well, for you know, this? once you get down to like past the halfway point, that means you're never going to get worn. Like, why do I even bother? I don't. Even why do I even bother having? You? Like, yeah. literally, I'm the opposite of both of you. As I left my house today, my wife was like, "Hey, just remember that you're one uh, hanger short." So you have to throw a T-shirt out. Oh, I bought new hangers too. And she was, and I was like, I was like, she goes, just, just may I rent and just give you like a suggestion, a suggestion for one? I was like, what? Well, she goes, you have a jujitsu shirt in there. You've only won one time. Just letting you know. Nice. I was like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> you know this. Hammer's coming down. Yeah, dude. dude. I had gone through and, and justice and cut it down and put them into the bags, but then the bags sat there forever. You mm. know what I mean? Because we don't have card put them in, so they just yeah. sat there by the window. Yeah, you got to just Uber those so, fuckers yeah, over to the, go- the on, Goodwill. On Saturday, uh, Jen and I went out for her birthday and did a bunch of stuff in San Francisco. We ended up buying some, a new framed art for the bedroom or whatever. And so Sunday got dropped off and then it was like, all right, cool. Let's, we got a zip car, took those bags over to the old Goodwill. Smart. Speaking of which, that's that uh, clothing store at the top of the street, abandoned. It's just, it's, it's still empty. Where at? 25th and Lincoln, where over by the old place. Oh, yeah, the one that used to be the Iron Boot place or uh, Iron Works place. Hardware. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what it was. So I'm just what saying, a great name. If we wanted to move for the like studio, construction clothing. The new back studio to the old back to the old neighborhood. You and the Marnie Ty people. Oh, miss my us. God. Marnie Ty would be so thrilled to well, have us back. Remember they used to flirt with Kevin a little bit? Yeah. Every time Kevin would go and they'd get a little like. Remember we called and they would just say, hey, Kevin. You're like, is Kevin there? Awesome. Like, I would call to put the order and like, is this Nick? What's Kevin up to? Yeah, exactly. Can we talk <laughs> to Kevin? He's over on the couch. What's he wearing? <laughs> Standard torn jeans. And <laughs> when we start going back there, you guys have your Starbucks walk again. Oh, that was a good walk. You'd have I, a, I wouldn't mind having a legit Starbucks within walking that's distance. That's the problem is we don't have a walking distance Starbucks from here. The exception is the Target no, one. No, that's a shitty. It's, it's a little too far. And it doesn't, it doesn't count. count. It's just They're, far they, enough. I, here's the thing. They water down their iced coffee. They do. And it's I swear to God, they're like, no, we don't. I was like, motherfucker, I go to at least three Starbucks every day. Your ice, it's like when you go to a bar, you're like, you're watering down your vodka it's like the ocean's eight when there's a why it's like that's a dumb way to make money you fucking rob places like why do you need to water and shit don't like it won't do it <laughs> also in cleaning out my Sorry. room <laughs> notice a little spacey how, right like, now i've always known that i've been losing my hair right no. it, nothing more noticeable than for him when i'm moving a fucking bed from one side of the wall to another and, and just seeing all the hair uh, on the floor maybe gerbil down there yeah. yeah exactly so i just swift the shit out of it Clean the shit out of everything. Also bought slippers. Oh, house so, slippers? Yeah, bought, Damn, dude, bought you're changing your life this weekend. I'm just, yeah, yeah, I'm just, you know. Greg used to have house slippers for me. When feeling I good. I'm shooting things at his house, but he we destroyed didn't do them anymore. We destroyed 30. them. I have a protest. very, very quick tangent story that Lay we can get back to this. But talking about your hair and like all that stuff. Mm. Uh, me and Gia went to some of her friend's house and like had dinner and shit. But what'd you have? They um, made fish like this oh, really, really mm-hmm. elaborate fish. Don't want fish now. And we were there, and they they did the whole like we're on a balcony. It was in the east. Uh, bay. It was a disaster, in my opinion. Why would anyone want to live there? Um, like going out there? Super nice house. Ridiculously oh. nice house. But I'm like driving across the Bay Bridge and I'm like, these monsters. Like a fucking peon. Um, yeah. So I'm over here. They have this like beautiful How dare they balcony. want to afford housing? It's, it's gigantic. Kind of bullshit. Um, and I'm sitting here and like, I'm just like, okay, we're here. It's sunset and I'm just getting, there's mosquitoes everywhere. Who wants to eat outside? I'll never fucking understand this. But these things, I see in Biden, everyone. But then, if there's one thing you know about Tim Gettys, I love excessive amounts of hair product, right? Mm-hmm. So my hair, it's a fucking fortress of solitude up there. 
these goddamn little mosquitoes getting in, getting trapped. And I, can, eggs, I, can, eggs. I can feel it. And I'm like, Sucking this is horrible. Meat. And Gia keeps like picking at me like because they're over here. They're like a gorilla. Now, yeah, were they exactly. mosquitoes or were those the little annoying gnat things? The, 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 the little guys, but they're still, still trying to suck your blood. Okay. You know what I mean? Because mosquitoes, I fucking hate mosquitoes. Mosquitoes are If they're just the little ones yeah. that look like mosquitoes, but they're not. They're just like like the little skinny flies, like the supermodel flies. Those are I don't give a shit. You can fly around as long as you can't do damage. It's like but it's when you hear the fucking... Yeah, God, no, 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 no. He's here. Flash forward. You know you're about to get West Nile is, I have so many bites oh, yeah? all over oh, my yeah. fucking head. Oh, they were a mosquito. And, and I woke up one a morning, and my pillowcase was just covered in fucking blood. Oh my God! From these no. Fucking goddamn Holy mosquitoes! Shit. It's bad, dude. Like right now, it's like if I scratch, there'd just be blood. Oh, you might, you might have uh, some West sort of Nile? West Nile or Zika. Maybe, maybe. Hey, Zika's be bad. careful. Don't get Zika. Yeah. yeah, don't or get not. pregnant. Zika. I'll try not to. But anyway, fuck mosquitoes. Back to your story. Anyway, yeah, I've just been tidying it up, man. I'm good just, for you, man. What happened? Yeah. Why pull your life together now? <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, yeah, I had 24. A, gotta get it. I now. had a weekend, and I was just, you know, <laughs> put on some Game of Thrones and just exactly, tidy dude. Up, baby. That's exactly what the weekend was. It was just a lot of that. And uh, well, first off, I was watching the Dallas Fuel burn blue twice this weekend. Fucking Great blue, weekend right. for sports guys. It. Holy shit! Dallas Fuel winning two games. The Spurs won the first game of their playoffs against the Denver Nuggets. Tiger Woods winning the best. Redemption, uh, like completing the best redemption arc sports has ever seen. Cheater, liar, Tiger Woods down in the dumps, rock bottom for a fucking decade, pretty much. Was he a cheater? Yeah. Oh, cheating on his wife. Yeah, uh, I thought I thought you meant cheating on the sport. I was like, how do you cheat in golf? Wins the Masters, <laughs> hologram balls, wins his, <laughs> wins his first Masters since two thousand five. His first major since two thousand nine or eight. Just unbelievable. Like, I never saw it come. And it was one of those things where I went to bed super late the prior night. So I woke up, like, at noon for with a, a, to a text from my dad saying, like, Tiger! And I was like, Uppercut. wait, like, is he... I know that he's close. Maybe he's, like, kind of getting... And I Googled it. I was like, oh, my... He fucking won. And this was something that, like, everybody's, like, for the last three years has been like, no, Tiger's done. There's no chance. Retire, bitch. There's no chance. Well, uh, not only with how he was feeling emotionally, but it was back surgery after back surgery after back surgery where he was like, his body's breaking down. He can't do this anymore. There's no chance in hell he'll ever get close to another, to winning another tournament, much less another major. There's four majors a year. Those mm. are like the big dogs. And he fucking Which did it. Which one's Wimbledon? Tennis. tennis. Okay. You did it with a D though. Good I job. I try to. Yeah, good job. I don't like to annoy you. I don't yeah. like to say things if it's going to annoy Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was a great weekend for sports, man. Go Spurs, go. Burn blue. Burn blue. Burn blue, man. Oof. They burn blue. Let me tell you. I watched a uh, fascinating documentary this week. I was telling Tim about uh, on the on the ride to one Chipotle, which I want all you guys to watch. It's uh, Studio Fifty Four, the documentary. Oh. Really fucking. I good. started it. It fell off for some reason. Oh really? Oh man, it was. It, it starts a little bit weird, but when they get going, it is just one of the most surreal, crazy fucking stories. And like it's it, it is it truly one of those like truth is stranger than fiction moments. Yeah, where they just wanted to, these two guys started this. Are you familiar with Studio Fifty Four at all? I just know that it was like drugs and fucking and it music was and even more than that. Like, so the reason I think Tim would love it is because they uh, part of the documentary goes over the fact that they found this abandoned theater. And they had a lot of lights and shit left in it. And so they embraced that and they brought in set designers. And they were like, basically, we want to make the best di- like club on the fucking planet. And we want it to be in Manhattan. And we found this great space. And we're going to... They basically had no permits for any of this shit. But they just did it anyway. And they didn't even have a liquor license. They had. They were like, we couldn't get a liquor license in time. So what, what did they do, Tim? That's a great question. Mm-hmm. Thanks for asking. Yeah. They went and got catering permits. 
Smart. nightly catering permits every day. Good for them. Which at a certain point, the alcohol, the licensing, uh, uh, the people that give away licenses <laughs> in New York, are like, okay, we got to stop this. They basically, like, you guys got to get a fucking they license. They basically like we're creating new logins every day for for that's HBO. Exactly, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Uh, and so, uh, but what was cool is seeing the actual because I'd never seen the actual inside of Studio Fifty Four. Uh, I'd only seen the movie with Ryan Phillippe, which I don't think was very. I don't remember being very good. Um, but seeing them and how they would have, they literally had like lights, these these columns of lights that would come down from the ceiling onto the dance floor. And I'm like, there's, and then they were like at a certain point, like at two o'clock, that was like monsoon season. So they would just make it rain. Fuck yeah, and it's were. like, you wouldn't, you can't do this shit anymore. And the, the idea behind it was they, the guy was like, I wanted, when people came in here, I wanted them to think that literally anything is possible. I love and that there would you be shots of like a fucking. It would be like Liza Minnelli and a horse. Yeah, <laughs> earlier Nick Solomon was like literally they wanted anything to happen. Like they look over and there's a llama. <laughs> like that's the weirdest example. <laughs> no, I mean they just were like they just Any farm animal. <laughs> it was it was really cool. And then of course they get into the whole reason why it shut down because they were like skipping millions off the top for no reason. Damn. No reason. They were like people would ask him why did you steal all that money from the like why didn't you just report all that money to income tax? Like I don't know. Fuck the man. It just we just thought we could do anything. But but seeing those old photos and seeing like <coughs> they're just moments where the guy would one of the main guys I think he was played by Mike Myers in the movie would walk out and it would just be just throngs of people outside and he would just be like Good word. you you never wear that hat again go home and change and this and people were just get pissed but the more pissed they got the, the more, more they, they wanted, wanted to fucking get in works, man. and there would be people like models that would come and be like I got in one week and then the next week wore like something very similar and they just wouldn't let me in and I have no idea why I love it and it was just so where, where can you watch this uh, it's on Netflix it's called Studio 54 the documentary or something like that as uh, somebody who never really well done never goes out to clubs or anything like that I'll never forget the one time that I was turned down by a club um and just thinking like this is such a movie thing that doesn't happen in real life you know what I mean yeah, yeah. but like walking up to this club and I think it was on I think it was for my 21st birthday but like we walked up and the guy was like Nah, not, not with those shoes, man. Can't get in. Like you need dress shoes. And I was like, oh my god, it actually does happen. Like, I oh did, yeah, it's just not something I ever thought was actual real life. I thought Literally, it was just a movie thing. Every time I go to Vegas, and we decide to do the club night, one of my dipshit friends gets turned away for not wearing the right shoes. Like Ty will try to get in with flip flops, and you're like, Ty, Come on, <laughs> yeah, that's all I brought, man. Dude, what do you want me to do? If you want to like, get kicked out of or shoes. not get into a club, hang out with James Burke because he's just the triple whammy <laughs> of it's like. Jersey wearing hat, hat and wearing sports yeah. attire. It's just like and wearing fucking all those things you're not supposed to wear. And it's just like, and every time there's like a friend's it's birthday or something, so and we have a group good. text, and like it's like, hey, be here at this time. We're like, I guess we're going to a goddamn club. James Burke will be like, hey man, you think it's cool if I wear a hat? It's like James, just fucking don't ask us. Don't call them it. if you want to call them. Don't do or it. just don't. Just show up in a stupid polo. Like call it a day. But no, he God wears his damn. San Francisco Giants got jersey, look, dude. That's his comfort zone. <laughs> that's all he got, man. <laughs> Nothing no, about the club life does anything for me. I yeah. still really, I just, I, think I always laugh I think about. I wanted to go to this one. Though. I've seen, I've read about Studio Fifty Four and because seen other things about it. I don't think I would have wanted to go there. I, I, I think, mean, they show uh, Fonz is there. They show Henry Winkler. Oh, still with them. But the, the <laughs> idea behind this club was that it became like, oh, almost overnight, became the spot to be, and it was. It wasn't even about necessarily. Like the drug use or the alcohol use, though, of course, that played largely into it. But it was about like just they would let people in based off of who they thought was going to be have the right vibe. And so one of the things that they did was they were like it was a huge mixture of 
celebrities, athletes, and just normal people who just had the right look and the right vibe, and they would get in. And so you could just be a normal person and turn around and fucking like Andy Warren Warhol. Beatty or Andy Warhol would be hanging out doing cocaine right next to you. And you're like, this is weird. But like she was like the, the the person who was in charge of being the promoter was like, we would literally we were so egotistical back then that like Mick Jagger and Keith Richards could get in, but the other Rolling Stones had to pay. Like that is the kind of I was like, oh, that's fucking baller. That's like awesome. you made the other two Rolling yeah. Stones pay. <laughs> the other two. Two names. I couldn't deal with that. I, I hated clubs. Yeah, I just was not. Too well, to oh go you guys, dark. But you two would fucking love it. You guys no, love you getting do not into know me well. No. Yeah, <laughs> I, I always it. hated it. Let's go. Baby. Now, when I'm it, it's different when I'm away from home. I feel like it's different if we are... If we're on a traveling trip. If That's what I'm saying. If we went to if, New York for like an event and someone's like, hey, we can, I can get you guys into Studio 54 tonight, I'd be like, we got to go see it's this. It's definitely different. Let's go see the yeah. flying horses and the fucking when we're in LA, giant moon dude. and spoon and llamas. When we're in LA and it's like, oh, we're going over here for this E3 event or we're going over here for this E3 party or whatever, like I'm totally down and I love doing that shit. But it's way more different when I'm like here... Or when I lived in Austin, and they'd be like, "Oh, let's go over here. Let's go to this." Oh, dude! And it's like oh, the My, travel, the driving, the parking—it's gonna take forever to fucking get in. Are you kidding me? I just don't want to. About Barbarella, though, I just want to stay home. Oh, Barbarella is just a mess. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Did you have sweaty this, body? This fucking disgusting club in Austin no, that me and Eddie hung out at one time. Yeah, it was awesome. I've, I've been there several times, and it's always a nightmare. It's always hot and humid. And you're always some. You're always there for some reason in the middle of hum, uh, of summer, so it's hot anyway. Yeah. But it, it's just body just next to sweaty body, and uh, uh, yeah. It's after gross, after yeah. a certain point, I think I don't. Well, a, I don't think I was ever part like drawn to the club life. Like I had friends that would go to like raves and shit in college. I'm like, no thanks. I'll yeah, sit in the parking lot. Uh, raves oh, scare me. But oh yeah, they scare the shit out of me too. Um, but like when the idea of, of going to a club like that, just uh, no, I'm, I'm good. Like you remember your, your tweet has stuck with me where it's like, I have a billion dollar idea, like a, a bar that plays music at half the sound of other bars. That is hundred percent true for me. <laughs> like I forget where I forget where we were. It was, it was, uh, it was New RTX. It in was New York. No, it was recently in New York. New York. Or, or well, we, that was recently in New York, but it was RTX. That. That's where the, the, we went that floppy disc place. Yes. Oh. We went to that. But no, it was even e at E's bar where they started playing the music, and I'm like, why? We're, like, why would the bartender think it's a good idea to start playing the music right now? Like, the whole point of this event is a meet and greet. I'm, and then all of a sudden, screaming music behind me, and I'm like, I can't even imagine what it's like being inside this fucking bar right now and trying to connect with someone on a vocal level. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But no, that fucking that bar in Austin can suck it. That place sucked. That uh, whoa, whoa, floppy disk. The floppy disk. Floppy disk repair. What are they? Uh, speakeasy. Speakeasy. There you go. No, there you go. Yeah. I'm good. It was, wasn't Couldn't easy speak to speak. Easy. No. no. Also, no. when I asked the guy, "Hey, what's your what kind of like? What's your favorite drink?" Whatever, man. He, he had such a laissez-faire fucking attitude. I was like, "Yeah, hey, hey, fucking uh, drink jockey. Go back there and make me a fucking cocktail." Yeah, you right? sound jockey. like you'd hang out real well at Studio Fifty Four. <laughs> We'd mean, all get in, and you wouldn't be, and you'd be out there fucking shadow boxing well, in the street. Right, 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 it's like I feel like there is a difference between a bar and a club. It's like clubs need to be loud. Clubs should have music played loud. Bars should not ever. Bars should be for people to hang out and talk. And that place didn't have a dance floor. So why is the fucking dance music playing so loud? No floppy, idea. The floppy floppy is, yeah, it's a place right? the size of a studio. Yeah, it was terrible. Jesus yeah. Christ! And it was playing. And they had they had a DJ. I was like, you're taking dumb. a valuable real estate with a fucking DJ booth back that nobody there. Nobody wants. So just play some Coldplay and let us drink these bougie ass. But cocktails. they had swings though. They did have swings. Just sit swings. at the bar. No, the girls I'm were good. a big fan of those. The girls I, were a big fan. To your point earlier though, like there there was a time and a place where. 
I would just feel obligated when people would come into town and they'd hit me up to go out with them. And now I just go, no, I'm good. No, good hey, man, I'm in town. You want to grab a drink? No. You busy? No. Here's what I do for that. <laughs> At home? Here's I'm what I do home. for that. <clears throat> Tired. Even my brother will come into town. He's like, I'm in town for three days. I was like, let's grab dinner one of those days. But I just, I can't party with you for three days straight because I know the energy that you bring on the road. We have that same energy. We're like, when we went to New York, I was let's like, do new things. Out, let's, let's try some stuff. Be, yeah, yeah, let's grab some cocktail. Oh, let loose a little bit. Let's get some snack, whatever. Party, whatever. Uh, but when people come into town, I'm like, yeah, no, this is my life, dude. I, I can't break my routine for this long to hang out with you. Like, it just, it'll fuck me up. I can't do it. Uh, my excuse or my sort of backup plan is like it happens all the time people will come in here for like GDC or whatever like hey let's go let's go get drinks or whatever and my thing is like we can get lunch or like an early dinner let's do that let's go to ramen tatsuya or uh, let's go to marufuku ramen and that's like my early dinner thing like we go out we see we hang out for you know hour and a half two hours and it's like all right I'm out I'm not gonna go to a bar how many times a week you eat at that ramen place oh no not often yeah no, you love it. I know. Maybe I mean, like, this isn't a judgment call. It may be once a month, okay. if that. Like, yeah, lately not a whole lot. Okay, but it's great though. Yeah, just go. Let's go. Okay, I'm down. Let's do it. Yeah. Sounds Let's good. Let's do it. Do an early dinner. It's fine me. Right now? No, we gotta do the show still. But oh. first, a word from our sponsors. Shout out to Upstart. Applying for a loan is a lot like applying for a job that you don't get to interview for. Instead, loan companies make their decisions based off of your credit score and history without getting to know the whole you. Now, thanks to Upstart.com, it's never has to be that way again. Upstart is revolutionizing the way that you borrow money by rewarding you for your job experience and education in the form of a small, a smarter interest rate. This is great. It could have totally helped us when we were first starting off. It's kind of funny. I know there's a lot of people out there that are starting podcast companies, starting video production stuff, starting just anything when it comes to, to video game journalism or whatever you want to call it. Um, and Upstart can definitely help you there. Unlike traditional credit underwriting, which could be biased against people with short credit history, Upstart goes beyond the traditional stuff when assessing your credit worthiness. Upstart believes you're more than just your credit score. They make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate in less than two minutes without affecting your credit score. And the best part is once it's all approved, it happens within a day. Within 24 hours, you can be getting the money. It's fantastic. Over ten, over 100,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards, student loans, fund their wedding, or to make large purchases. See why Upstart's ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash kind of funny to find out how low your upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes two minutes and won't affect your credit. That's upstart.com slash kind of funny. U-P-S-T-A-R-T dot com slash kind of funny. And thank you to Warby Parker. Uh, thanks to Warby Parker for supporting the Kind of Funny podcast. Warby Parker makes high-quality, stylish, and affordable glasses that start at only $95, including prescription lenses. Uh, plus, lenses include anti-glare and anti-scratch coatings. Blue light filtering lenses are also now available. For every pair of glasses sold, Warby Parker distributes a pair of glasses to someone in need, and they make buying glasses online easy and risk-free with their home try-on program. The Home Try-On program allows you to order five pairs of glasses shipped directly to your door where you can try them on in the comfort of your own home and get feedback from friends, family, colleagues, or all the best friends out there. Because guess what? I did exactly this. I need some glasses. I've been wearing the same glasses for way too long, over a decade at this point, and they went out of style. I mean, I don't even know if they were in style when I first got them, if I'm being completely honest with you. But they make this easy. They send you the box. You get to go online. You choose out the styles that you want, and you can put them on. 
Here it is. You get to ask around, see what's going on with your friends. Then, if you need help from them, you let them know. You can order them, send them back if you need, kick up your feet. They're going to come to you, and you're going to be looking good and being able to see well. Uh, which frames are my favorite? Let's see. Right now, we got these five. I need to ask you. Let's try a couple on. This is number one. Let's put them on, see what you guys think, all right? I want to see in the in the comments below. Do you like these? I don't know. Option number one. Let us let me know in the comments. Let's go straight to option number three, aka the Anthony Carbonis. Putting these guys on. Ow! I pinched myself. That was my bad. They're growing on me, am I, Are they? they am are. I am I cool enough to pull this off? No, but only like, you. No. Only you can let me know. I don't trust Kevin. You know what I mean? Uh, and then the final pair, number I'm going number five for these. Let me know if this is your if this is your bet. Boom. Number five. Vote below and let me know. I'll get back to them. We'll see what's up. And I'll keep you guys updated on my journey to find my better glasses. Try Warby Parker out for yourself and see how good you look in their frames. Go to warbyparker.com slash kinda to order your own free home try-on kit with free shipping all around that's to you and back if you don't like them that's warbyparker.com slash kinda be sure to type lowercase k-i-n-d-a so that's w-a-r-b-y-p-a-r-k-e-r.com slash k-i-n-d-a all lowercase and if you have an iphone 10 like i do be sure to download the warby parker app and try their new virtual try-on allowing you to try on eyeglasses seeing the realistic color texture and size of each style just using your phone that's awesome i cannot wait till i to do that when i get home um but yeah check out check it out these are all the ones i'm looking at let me know which ones you think i should stick with or go to warbyparker.com and tweet at me at tim yetis let me know which ones you think that i should uh try on in the next round that i do all right love you tim yes what are your end game predictions I don't spoilers know. full spoilers. i don't know because yeah that's the thing is we're going full spoilers here i guess for a movie that we haven't seen yet um but it's well, for, you know mcu in general yes this is interesting yeah exactly it's interesting because the way we record the show, um, this is going to go live for everybody on the Friday. So it'll be the last fully public thing before the, the show comes out, Yeah, uh, before the movie comes out. And so if we did it next week, it'd be a weird a weird thing. So we're, we're pretty early out there, right? I don't know. I think people are going to die, but I feel like this is an easy prediction. You look back at MCU, even back to the Civil War days, I feel like everyone, every single person on the goddamn planet thought someone was going to die. Yeah. Like Cap's going to die or Tony's going to die. And neither died. Like really nobody died in, in Civil War. If I remember correctly, yeah, nobody died. Uh, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, Black Panther wouldn't be King of Wakanda if his dad didn't croak. His right? dad died. His Idiot. dad did. His dad you did die. Moron. Uh, but going into this, I feel like it's such an easy prediction that like, oh, people are going to die. Probably multiple people. But maybe not. Right. And well, what do you do? What, what do you do? We got to get we got to get rid of the old guard at some point, right? You yeah. got to get rid of Cap. You got to get rid of Iron Man. Yeah, but how do you kill him out when you literally have a like? How do you kill him off when you literally have a device? The whole MacGuffin. Of the this fucking is movie one is time. You bring him back. It's a one time thing. Once we do this, we can never do it again. That's how you do it. We're gonna go back in time or whatever they're doing, jumping through reality, doing all these different things. But it's a one time, one way trip. Once we do this, whatever happens, happens. That's I've been, been flip flopping, man, because I'm like, on one hand, I think that we're going to get a significant amount of deaths of the originals. Like a lot of, a while back, I think it was like a month ago. I was like, I think four are going to die. And I think <laughs> it's going to be the only remainders are going to be Thor and Hulk. What about Black Widow? She's got her own movie. Don't matter. Where does that movie take place? We don't know. The 90s. Yeah, maybe. She's but, 15. <laughs> but that's the thing is like, I High actually school. think there's a higher chance of Black Widow being a, a prequel than a, a sequel. Mm. Like I, I, where we're at with Marvel <clears throat> lore, it's like I don't. I don't see anything interesting coming from her 
in a future storyline. Not saying I her and Hulk, man. I mean, real talk. Like they could kill her off. They could kill Hawkeye off. I wouldn't care. Like I don't really like Wanda uh, Vision. That's fine. They can kill those people off. They've got a show on Disney. I don't really care. And they could go to the do their own show, and that's probably fine. And I feel like that might be a good angle for it. But the bigger thing is like. How how are they going to exit Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. Because they can't do these fucking movies forever. Those are going to be the heartbreaking ones. Robert Downey Jr. really is going to be the heartbreaking one for me. Chris Evans, I like. I don't really care about the Captain America character, but I like. I'm sorry, I don't care about him as Captain America, but I, I, you need the Captain America character in this to some mm-hmm. degree if it's going to balance out the Stark character. Um, but obviously, I don't think Spider Man. I think Spider Man's going to live, and, and yeah, I think they're going to keep yeah, Tom Holland. I, I, for a I very think long all those time. guys are safe. Like, they're going to bring him back. Ant Man's going to kiss, still kick around, probably. Yeah, I doubt they'll kill Ant Man. Like that's the thing is, I don't see that any of the like the the big six, the original six, are the the ones that I think are most at risk of dying and meaning anything. And I feel like we see that because in Infinity War, like they weren't really the stars of that movie. Mm-hmm. It's like the other guys were that dusted. You know, so mm-hmm. they'll all be brought back in some way. I think a bigger question is, does Loki and Gamora? I don't think Loki does. I, I think he's but dead. That's the thing. I don't, people, I, I don't think too many people care about that. But I also don't think you have to kill characters off to end their run. Right. I don't think sure. Robert Downey Jr. has to die to not yeah. be Stark anymore. I think he could go away and they could explain that of like he's retired with Pepper and they're there. And then occasionally, if you want and you want to keep that in your back pocket, you bring Tony Stark back as a cameo in Avengers 19 or whatever yeah, it is. Absolutely. When he's like 60 years old or seven years old. Was, I just I mean, feel like if you keep them around, you're always going to have that hang question of why they don't call them in. Now, granted, I know you can explain that and do whatever in lines of dialogue, but yeah. I still think that. It's similar to how people argued with Captain Marvel, right? Once they figured out that, uh, you know, Fury paged her. Like, well, why wasn't mm-hmm. this a big enough deal? Why wasn't that a big enough deal? And granted, the Rooster Brothers have been like, who's to say it wasn't? Maybe he did ping them and nothing happened or they canceled right. the page or whatever. I mean, even in the, the new trailer they put out, like, it's a line of dialogue that writes off. She's like, so uh, I think it was Rhodey's like, why didn't you help out? Like, why haven't you been here? It's like, hey, Earth had Avengers. All the other planets don't. And it's like, oh, cool. That's yeah. all we need. And it's like that's written off. But I, I feel like, like if it's a giant thing happening and Tony Stark still has a million robots or whatever, you know what I mean? He's not somehow involved. That's weird. Yeah. But I feel Maybe. like they, they're smarter than us. They, all of that course. 100%. I'm not. Line. Yeah. No, no, totally. It's but weird. I also don't think you need to necessarily have these characters be the main characters, right? You could still have them be involved, but not it, the action doesn't revolve around their specific storylines. You could bring in someone else to, to take up the Iron Man mantle very I easily. S- I mean, my Tony Stark still. being a mentor, but not but like similar to Homecoming where he's not in it that much, really. And it's not that big of a commitment for Robert Downey Jr., but you can just have him be in it occasionally here and there. But then it's price tag, right? I mean, how much is he going to cost? Every but it's a cost benefit analysis. If, if we I, find out that Tony Stark's in every fucking uh, Spider-Man movie, I'll be like, that's well, it's worth the extra money. I would love it there. if it was that uh, if Tony Stark dies or whatever, they go similar to like Ironheart comics, right? Where then he's the AI inside the suit or whatever. So we have, you know, just Robert Downey Jr. doing VO. No matter being, what, I, Tony Stark will exist as a... AI, no matter what, yeah. however this goes. And so that's the way that they'd keep him, is whether he dies or lives at some point in the MCU. Yeah. Tony Stark will be an AI. I think you're right, though. I don't see Thor dying. Because I feel like that 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 does. I mean, I think Thor and, and Hulk are so, it's like strong enough characters, and I don't think Mark Ruffalo and Chris Hemsworth need to necessarily leave, vacate those roles at this point. I honestly don't think that any of them are over it. I don't think that any of like I feel I think Chris like... Hemsworth, or Chris Evans doesn't want to do it anymore, right? But I mean, no. Like, that's the thing is, like, there's been a ton of interviews that say this or that, like, both ways for it, where it's like, at this point, I think a lot of it's just marketing. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. it's not any real type of thing. But I do think that Captain America's story arc is done. Yeah. You know, they can always start another one. But I feel like for him, I, I feel like he is the most likely to die out of the... Six. Oh, ah, there's and- too many things that I mean, Game of Thrones and Avengers and is like it's so 
it's all here and it's all happening at the same time and it's too much for my brain to comprehend right now like yeah i know we got we literally got the episode nine trailer last week and i was like i don't know if i'm ready for this yeah dude like there's just too much good stuff right now and then i saw it i'm like i'm ready for it like there's a lot of things at stake right now you know there's a lot of things at stake there's a lot of things at stake and everything's ending this year yeah which is crazy that's insane so we got nine Star Wars movies ending. Three this of the year. biggest pop culture franchises of all time, all ending in twenty nineteen, baby. Twenty twenty yeah. is gonna suck. <laughs> uh, Ghostbusters three or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get on board. What? what? A, a, a mom and her Ghostbusters twenty twenty. <clears throat> Single mother. Ghostbusters. Let's go. They could do a lot with that story. They could. But so we'll shove see. it. I'm not shoving it. Shove it you right shove now. It. You, you shove, shove it right back. You shove it. I know you shove it up. You look like you stepped right out of 1987. <laughs> you got the ski slopes. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> you got a Teddy Ruxpin in there somewhere? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can't believe it's like here already. It's it's mind-blowing to me. Well, I like it. that it's so close and I'm not like uh, fixated on it. I'm, I can't wait, but I didn't watch the latest trailer. Like when mm. they popped the new trailer, I was like, I'm good. Got tickets reserved. Don't need to worry about this. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm just fucking obsessed. I can't. I can't stop. I love watching the trailers on Twitter because they are in 21.9 ratio. Watching on the ultra wides. Yeah. They're on YouTube like that too. Oh, really? Yeah. If you want to come by my ultra wide monitor and check it out later. Maybe I will. Pretty damn hot. Yeah. That's, that's, it's cool that they're doing that. And it's, uh, uh, I, I just love with game of Thrones. We were talking about as we walked out, I was like, it feels right. It feels like it's a good, like I'm glad it's happening and I'm, I'm looking forward to it ending. And I kind of feel that way with Endgame as well because it's kind of the end of that that first era right well that's what's so saga. exciting about it right is like they've talked about it right they won't talk about the next wave of Marvel films so after Spider-Man wasn't that mm-hmm. the thing and so that's what's Call super them. exciting about it is yeah to see the end of this saga not know what it's going to look like not mm-hmm. I mean right now we're predicting right but we don't have any great predictions so far because it's just so nebulous of like it can do anything they want and I am super stoked to not know any of that have it end and then see alright cool here's what the next wave of Marvel films are and yeah. space. Well, I mean that's the weirdest thing is like we know the next I'm um, no in quotes uh, the next phase of movies but that's just from leaked shit but it's like in the same way that we knew all the Disney plus things and that turned out to be right so what it's like we got Shang-Chi we got Eternals we got uh, Black Panther 2 um, are they doing Black anything with Widow. that Black Widow uh, their group of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Sloan's the Sloan and uh, Michelle Yeoh's group no they're not doing it oh we got right? Guardians 3 yeah um, yeah moved yeah probably yeah but yeah. they're not gonna get their own series right as, a, no. as like a no, side no, off no, prequel no. Guardians it'd be no. cool but uh, but yeah so it's like we know the next phase. It's just what the, Who I mean, are the Eternals? Spider-Man Eternals are the new, they're going to introduce us to them. But um, the rumors are we got Angelina Jolie and um, um, Kev. Help me out here. Uh, Nick Nolte. No, no. <laughs> not Johnny. That'd be fucking amazing if they got Nick Nolte. They dug Nick Nolte <laughs> out of the fucking crowd. I mean, it's not official, but probably. Wow. Well, it, are they going to get inhuman though? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, like that. Because Inhumans is going to be a movie at one point. And it was like, you know, the coworker that I worked with at the time is like a giant Marvel fan who reads every fucking comic. And he was like, there's no way that's going to be a movie. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's leaked. Like, yeah, it's all the information. Well, they just it wasn't leaked. It was Kevin Feige showed it on stage and all that shit. And then, yeah. like, it became a TV show that. Well, that was because be- the Marvel Studios versus Perlmuter, who was the, the, the director guy that was overseeing the showrunner for all of the Marvel shows. They did not get along. And mm. so there was like a big shift after um, around Iron Man 3 where Iron Man 3, if I remember this correctly, was the last Paramount Pictures MCU movie when the Disney when Disney bought Marvel. And that changed a lot. Then they did all the Netflix deals. But then that all fucked up. That changed a lot. Now they have Fox. So it's like it's an ever evolving who's in control. But 
once Kevin Feige was fully in control, that's when Inhumans changed. Wasn't that one of the first things he did where he's like, we're going to let this guy go? Yeah. Yeah. And then then everything went to hell on the TV side of things. But, yeah. What are the odds any of this Endgame stuff touches on or sets up uh, like in the Easter egg or after credits or whatever for Fantastic Four or for X-Men or any of that? I think it's slim, but there is a chance. I don't think it'll be like the next movie's X-Men. Like, I think we are very far from all that stuff. I don't think we'll see anything. There's I have a, a prediction there won't be. It's already noted that there will be no postcard. Okay, yeah. I have a prediction that like there won't be anything that it's just like boom, movie's done. This is yep. our end of the chapter. Definitely a chance they'll do that. I think that the, there's an equal chance about four ways of what the post credits could look like. Well, real quick, I'm sorry too. I was trying to think of this this morning. For Infinity War, was there a post credit scene? Mm-hmm. What was it? Nick Fury. The ah, right, thank and you the Captain Marvel yeah, yeah. thing. But um, I think it's like equally split, 25% chance, four ways, where uh, one of them is they'll just be a post-credit scene like we're normally used to, where it sets up something, um, probably like a Shorma-esque comedy scene as well, so two of them. Uh, one would be we actually get a, a big reveal of Osborne, like an Osborne building or um, some type of like hint of mutants or hint of Fantastic Four, like something that's Fox-related but that's very like distant in the future building um another possibility is just there's nothing and the last one is they just do something similar to iron man 3 that's kind of like a a fun retrospective look back on the whole franchise up to then where it's not actually teasing anything new but it's just like what was the iron man 3 yeah i don't remember that iron man 3 ended with like essentially a music video that just had clips from iron man 1 2 and 3 Mm. and it was just like a fun like look at all the things the characters done like mm. I can see them doing like That's a dumb, don't do that. like a Stanley esque. <laughs> do you think uh, there's any chance thing. that uh, the final one will be a, just a goodbye of like everyone standing there, like the you know like the Marvel 10 year anniversary photo of them just being like thanks. I don't think so. I think we that might just. Like I think it'll just be like text thing. or something. I, I do I do like that idea, Kev. But I I don't know if it'll be an image. Yeah. I see just doing like a thank you for whatever. Yeah. If we, Captain America is the only one who dies, it'll end with him and him walking in to dance with Peggy. See the the thing with the Peggy stuff is is I that's where it's like we know there's time travel in this movie and it's like are they just gonna leave Cap back in the past mm-hmm. that kind of undoes a lot of his storyline you know and like the whole arc um, but they could definitely or do it makes that. two caps and that's the thing is like there might just be too many universes and <laughs> too many caps but that's the thing is like they don't need caps. to die just leave them in a different sure. place but I, it's kind of lame slowly though yeah he so. was still you know, I I, nah, I I don't know for some reason I still I just personally want to see it end just to like give us a chance to breathe you know like we haven't yeah. we've been so on edge for a long time with this but there's enough ways saga. to I think I think the final scene and then boom directed by the Russo brothers right I think that'll be the ending of the infinity the, the what do they call it the infinity saga, saga right that'll be the end of that and then it will be like you can leave it open to have at the end like a cool thing where I still think, you know, the joke obviously that still could happen now that everything's happened would be just like, man, I, I, like, I can't believe somebody finally bought the Stark Tower or the old Avengers Tower, right? And it is and I'm just hoisting the four into frame or whatever. Like, I, I mean, they're smarter than me. But you yeah. know what I mean? Where it's just even just the, the, the tip of the four comes into it, right? As they're ha- hoisting it up to put it on the thing. I think that's more of a far from home type piece, sure. right? So uh, but... Yeah, it's cool. I love. We really don't know because it's like this is the first time we've seen the end of something uh, in the MCU. Like it's yeah. always been like we know. Next question more I have coming. for you, Tim, as mm-hmm. the prognosticator here: Do you think this is going to get super spoiled by the time we get there? 
I'm so worried. By the time like, we watch it? Yeah, because like last time week. it was, you know, Thanos demands your silence and everybody was really respectful of it and blah, blah, blah. I mean, I think that even more, I think that everyone's gotten only better at spoiler culture and, and better about not doing things and like the whole Thanos demands your silence meaning something. If you're trying to look for spoilers, you're going to find them. Sure. If you're trying to avoid them, you can avoid them. I really think that's going to be the case. Uh, yeah. The premiere is the 24th, I think. Oh, wow. So okay. it's, it's a day no, ahead. Or maybe 23rd, 23rd. Okay. So there's not that much going into it. Right now, the only things people have seen, there's been 20 minutes of the movie. The first 20 minutes have been screened uh, in like three different places. Okay. And it's pretty much so the like, shit we've seen in the trailers. So we're like 10 days away at this point. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Did you see that promo? Uh, I, I've seen so many stupid little promo things go on Twitter, but and this might be old, but... Well, they were all at they were all at something, and it was just Chris Hemsworth going and like, drawing on all their posters, like drawing like little yeah. shit on it, and say like Thor rocks. Yeah, it's like what a fucking blast! I love it. There so was another the Avenger, uh, It was the Avengers press conference. I forget which one was talking. I think it might have been Jeremy Renner or something. But he was like, "Yeah, I don't know why everybody's talking. They're like, you know, we're all dead, or like, or like we're all dead." And you see one of the Roosters brothers' hand reach in to grab his microphone, and then he like he. He changes conversation and it moves back. <laughs> like he's so ready to be like, "Shut up, shut up, stop yeah. talking." You're getting so too close to things. My favorite thing is the Black Panther thing. Though. <laughs> you see this? Oh, like he I'm was dead. interviewed and he's just like, "Hey, so like, what about Black Panther two? Whatever." He just goes, "I'm dead." He's like, "Nah, I'm dead." He's like, "No, but we don't want you in." Nah, I am though. I am dead. <laughs> <laughs> Good for him. He's like, "Listen, man, I'm, not, I'm not gonna be the one that fucks this up for everyone." They're all having so much fun with it. Which yeah, is the best part. And I and I didn't put it together. And blast. maybe it was something that was spoken. But I had seen the you know photos of the Avengers press conference where they were all on stage together coming out. And then somebody finally put up the side by side of what it was like for Infinity War and what it was like for this one, where there was like all they these empty, empty seats. seats. For the dusted people. That's yeah, awesome. Great. That's super smart. That's super great. Really smart. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine how much fun this cast has had over the years and has had on this final like project. Like the four of us have a blast just hanging out in the back of a fucking convention hall stealing pizza sauce. Yeah. <laughs> These guys are doing that on a mega fucking level yeah. getting paid, son. Well, I mean, the crazy thing to realize is this movie has been shot for years now. Yeah, right. You know, it's mm-hmm. like they're doing the press tour, but it's like they shot all this stuff like uh, Brie Larson shot the Endgame stuff before she did Captain Marvel. Like that's crazy. Like she shot the movies out of order. Wow, that'll yeah. be interesting to see. Yeah, it, it really will be interesting to see how her, how the Brie Larson character fits in with everyone, and if it works. Because the trailers look good. They look real good. But I don't know. I still have <laughs> I still have a little bit of a fear of like, is she going to be the one oddball that kind of doesn't make the scenes work very well? I don't think so. I, I think they know. got it. I think she needs them <laughs> to make her. Get over. Yeah. Just like Captain America. You know? Yeah. It's like he sucked because you're just lame. It's just a straight guy. But you need the straight guy when you have a room with Tony Stark and modern Thor. And all modern that shit. Thor. Modern you know Thor. what I mean? Ragnarok. Thor, Thor. Ragnarok. Yeah. Thor yeah, Ragnarok. Yeah. Similar to Tim Ragnarok. You gotta, you gotta fucking love Let's it. get another fucking Hulk and Thor movie, man. That's all I want, dude. Let's go, man. Let's go, baby. I don't know it, what they would call it, but. That's the interesting thing is like we're not going to get another uh, Hulk movie ever because uh, of. Universal owns right? yeah. the rights to the the films, and I also don't think they necessarily would want to. That's the thing, is like, and that's why, like, honestly, I I think it's see him dying. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. Everybody loves Hulk or whatever, but it's like, how much more can you do with that character? And you could burn it here and be done with it to a degree. Bring right? back She Hulk. I mean, yeah. Well, they also don't own She Hulk. Good point. That's like one of the weird, one of the few things MCU doesn't own. They'll get it. But I, I feel like you I could, you could get, get rid of a bunch of people like that. Like, I just don't see there, and you know, I could be wrong, obviously, but I don't see there being another Thor movie. And then what do you do with, uh, what do you do with Hulk and all this stuff? I imagine, yeah. I the, think there would be another, I think there's going to be another Thor movie just based off of the power duo that's Taika Waititi and Chris Hemsworth. I feel like they could 
easily make another fun they story know that they there. struck absolute gold fucking gold yeah. and like bring that team back let's go you know yeah. put another character yeah, with sure. him and like let's have fun it's valkyrie. a buddy it's a buddy cop thing but it's interesting like, was with it, guardians yeah. though yeah like, i was gonna say are, valkyrie the rumor is guardians right yeah it's like what do they do there like do you just put thor with the guardians and call it a day because that sounds awesome too. that sounds fucking that sounds great, fucking great. Yeah. he's too powerful to be with him though that's the problem is when you have him in the mix you're like thor just go take care of this wait what's the rumor about valkyrie that I mean, well, she could end up with Guardians. I mean, she's in Endgame. Gone. We know that. Yeah. Okay. But hmm. yeah, I, I just again, I love that we have no concrete evidence of what's going to happen with this movie. Like we know what comes forward, but all the movies that I just talked about in the the next phase don't really affect any yeah. of these characters, with the exception of Black Widow. But that totally could be a prequel and Black Panther. None of this shit matters. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, Black Panther. But I love living in a world knowing that there will be a third Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Like with James, Gunn. James Gunn. Yeah, with James. Like I'm just excited for that. I, it's going to be years, probably three years away. I'll say, man. But I'm still so yeah, excited. That's, that's good. I'm glad about that. I'm glad. I'm also like, like shout out to Batista, man. God bless him. Stand at his fucking ground. Yeah. <laughs> oh good. yeah. Everyone else is like, oh, we hope it resolves. Batista's like, fuck this, fuck you. I'm like, this is bullshit. I like, got a lot of respect for that motherfucker. Yeah, I wonder how that's all going to change the the plans, though. Because, you know, Guardians 3 was had a date, if I remember correctly. Did it? Yeah. And it was like I don't know. Early. I mean, he had written a script already for it, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you figure, like, hey, we'll rush production a little bit, but let's just get him on and get him back in there. This yeah, can't, but I'm this sure can't they, be the first they time. juggled things, right? So they yeah. had to juggle the timeline. Yeah. Like if, I, if I remember correctly, and someone in the comments, let me know if I'm wrong about this, but I, I think that after Fire from Home, the next slated Marvel movie was going to be Guardians 3. Mm, interesting. So I don't know what the next one would be. I think that we're actually going to get a pretty big gap now after Spider-Man. Yeah. Because I don't know what the fuck else would, would be happening that soon. Because Spider-Man's still lie. Do you just want Black Widow? Should we just make one? I feel like that's the next. Yeah, they, they've like, been like leaking should. people who are in it, right? But I mean, like going by the, the typical Marvel Kings. things, it's been like we get a March movie, we get a uh, another one around... Oh, no, we get it early in the year, then we get, like, the around now, and then we get a November. So I don't think we're going to get a November this year. Sure. But this year we also did get, we got Captain Marvel. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Because Spider-Man are on their own tracks. Honestly, I don't mind if they need to take a little time to to re-spool and re- Revamp whatever they're gonna do next. I think like I, Star I mean, Wars I, is doing. Yeah, like I saw that article with Star Wars. Is like we're gonna take a little time off and and figure this out after Episode Nine. I'm like, I think that's the right thing to do. Uh, it was th- with Star Wars specifically, like I think that's a great idea. You love because, Solo. <sighs> um, I just feel like Star Wars. They need to make that special. It's special, and and I think they're realizing that the more they put out there, <sighs> like, and they need to really put out good quality stuff with that. So I think that's smart. But I think Marvel's smart enough to realize like. We got we got our shit on lock. Like we'll figure it out. Yeah. I just I just want to know what's gonna go. What's the next five years gonna be? What's the big thing? Mandalorian. Yeah, who's the big bad guy? The Mandalorian didn't show in the MCU. Whoa. <laughs> Mandalorian did not show to the public, right? That was only a no. closed doors event. It leaked on Twitter though. Oh really? Okay. It got looked it. fucking dope. Yeah, man. I heard. I, yeah. This I Disney service sounds pretty cool. Sounds amazing. That what if thing that okay. I, we pitched forever ago on the game over Gregory show man. with like people voicing it. I'm like that's brilliant. Dude, every, totally, Disney Plus just knocking it out of the park. We talked a lot on screencast about it if you want to hear more in depth thoughts. But yeah, the more I see, the more I'm just like they fucking nailed it. They got my money now yeah. and at the price. Yeah, yeah. six bucks, seventy dollars for a whole year. Let's do it, dude. Mandalorian looks fucking awesome. That's day one. Oh yeah, it is premiering with that. That's right. Yeah. When is it to premiere? Uh, November twelfth. Okay, that's fine. It's this year, November. It was, Got it. Yeah. All right, cool, cool, cool. So that's cool. But at Star Wars Celebration, they showed. And four K. Four K UHD. HDR, yeah. Yeah. So dope. Love that shit. Um. Yeah. It's been a been a cool time. 
That was a oh, obscenely a large gesture for that tiny little bit of water. <laughs> I you needed know what it. I, mean? I needed that little water. Okay, so you get whatever you want. Yeah. Wawa for the, the wawa? tum tum. A wawa for the tum tum. Okay, indeed. All right, yeah. indeed. I wish it was. Now. And I don't know. If we talked so much about Avengers. I wish it was now. Yeah, I'm ready to watch. Do you guys have any any thoughts at all? I mean, I I don't. We've talked about it for so long that now they're on the precipice of it. I don't. I don't know. I still never. You know. I think they go back in time. Like I don't. I think that's what those spacesuits are for. Mm-hmm. I want to buy. I keep seeing on the Instagram feed. They keep trying to get me to buy the sweatshirt, and I keep getting closer and closer. What's cool? <laughs> oh, the white one. Yeah, yeah the white. Yeah, the red. Yeah, yeah. I have a Fun. prediction. I'm gonna try my hardest not to buy a cherry soda, cherry coke Yo. with popcorn. <laughs> you and I are. Fucked. And I'm not gonna be able to. We're fucked, dude. I told. I was telling Kevin the other day. You gotta catheterize me. You're gonna have to put yeah. a thing in my pee Or just give me a little bottle. Who you gonna um, do it? I'm gonna have Kevin do it. Yeah, yeah. I feel the like he's got the sturdiest the hands. The only one you can trust. And just just looking down at him as he does, I'm like, this is a new era of our friendship. Or yeah, you know what? Wait, hold on. Me. No, we may not be fucked because we're in an AMC and they have those shitty fucking drink mix soda vendors. It's terrible machine. there. So you're not gonna want to drink or. Eat but I just love popcorn. Like I'll just the take popcorn a popcorn. There's awful. I'm gonna dehydrate myself for three days leading up to that, so I don't have to pee for another four days. With the worst headache ever. (laughs) I just just keep passing out. Like wake Nick up, wake him up. What's he doing? I ain't drinking. I I already told you this plan on on screencast, but for me, I'm seeing the movie twice. Seeing it the first night, Mm -hmm. not gonna drink for hours before. Got to be totally prepared for that. But then the next time I'm seeing it is in IMAX, and we got one of the side seats. Smart. Because I'm just like, Smart. then I'll be able to go to the bathroom. Did you, know when the did you get the right side? Yes. Did you get the side seat on the, as you're looking at the screen, stage left? I got I got Because if you get right, you fucked yourself. Fucked. You got to go, you gotta all, go the all the way around. No, no, no. I'm Stupid. right next to that exit. Smart. No, my, I mean, I don't have any real predictions or expectations. Like, I'm going in, like I always do. Like, I don't research the stuff, and I don't really spend a lot of time thinking about what could happen. Because, honestly, I've never been disappointed by these guys. never been put down. So, I'm going in just kind of like, pfft, Blinders on. Give me what you're going to give me, Kevin Feige and the team, and let's fucking rock this shit. And I'm sure it's going to be great. That is the most fair prediction is that this is going to be fucking awesome. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing that I can think that they would do that would be disappointing. It's similar to Game of Thrones where I'm like, you know, honestly, if they were to kill 90 or 95% of the characters off, like, that's an expectation that's reasonable for me. Like, okay, that might happen. Like, if they end up on the fucking islands... And everyone's screwed and they've lost. I'm like, that's a great ending for Game of Thrones. Like, that makes sense. I feel like I could be disappointed by Game of Thrones. I feel like Game of Thrones, I I expect them to wow me. And I just think that we are just at a point that I'd be very surprised if they surprise me. Whereas with Endgame, they've proven to me that they can surprise me and do surprise me constantly. And I think that I think we're going to get a lot bigger surprises in Game of Thrones than Endgame. I think Endgame's pretty much like it. Let's put like 70% of me thinks. Everyone's good. It's going to snap. We're going to put everything back to the way it was before Thanos is gone. And that's how this thing ends. And like I would that that kind of makes sense for this. Whereas with Game of Thrones, I'm like, Jon Snow might die. Daenerys might die. They might die together. Cersei might win. That might be a thing that happens. Or the or the fucking Walking Dead. The White Walkers might just come and decimate everyone. And that's the ending of it. And the whole cycle starts over. Or everybody dies. Everyone fucking dies. And that's to me. I'm like, cool. Fitting end. That works. I, I went into Infinity War feeling like there was a good chance it wouldn't work because there's so many moving parts and there's a chance that this movie will fall below expectations but it's just far and away blew out every expectation so I ever fun. had so it's hard to go into Endgame not feeling like this is going to be like one of the best movies I've seen yeah. Um, so yeah it's it's really difficult because I want to I want to sort of temper those expectations and have them a little bit lower in hopes that I'm kind of like oh that was fucking great but it's just so hard now because they've 
They just, all they just show you that I they're good. I feel like we know the pieces of what Endgame's going to be. Like we're going to get the original Avengers reunited, right? And the spin around, and it's going to be fucking dope. And how that happens, who knows? They're going to beat Thanos. They're going to rewind time, reset time. I don't think it'll be a snap again. I think they have to go back and stop the snap from happening, and somehow. Yeah. Um, and I think it'll cost you went them for the head with the axe. Like, you know, <laughs> what, what did it cost you? Went right? For the chest, <laughs> it cost everything, right? Like I think that'll be a line probably echoed back from the good guy side you know what did it cost it cost everything yeah like i think that'll be it and that's how you kill cap or you kill iron man or you kill them both or whatever to get through and make it happen but again i even knowing all that on paper i'm still like i can't wait for those moments yeah. i think they're gonna make me cry still they're gonna make me go crazy i mean I, I think the the surprise there is that we haven't seen anything from the third act it feels like in the trailers or anything and it's like what's it gonna look like Right. You, know, like, yeah, you, yeah. you say we see, you, oh, we you see, didn't see the, that, that part of that show. one trailer where Thor's just wearing the gauntlet and he's like, I got it, guys. Got it. Got we're it. good. We're good. Everyone's safe. Yeah, I, missed, I missed that bit. Oh, okay. Um, but I, I think that going in, I don't, I can't imagine this movie being better than Infinity War because Infinity War is the Empire. They lose. Yeah, I don't you think know? it's going to be as, I don't think it's going to be as poignant. I think it's going to be more, I think it'll be a lot more fun because they're putting the band back together for one more heist. Because this is gonna be a heist film. This is, they're gonna have to figure out like how to outsmart the bad guy, and that's always super fun. It's Ocean's fucking eleven. Like it's gonna be great. And how they do that is gonna be where all the fun. Well, that's is. The what are the suits? Go, how do they get to the quantum's like realm? Is that gonna be a thing? Like what do they yeah, have to do? Where does Ant Man pop out? Where does the coolest thing is it is a heist movie, and now they have the heist guy with Ant Man. They like, got the guy, and so cool. yeah, it's gonna be. It's I think it's gonna be really really fun as to whether or not it's. I don't think it's gonna be as gut wrenchingly. Oh, like they're not gonna have a scene. I don't think it's gonna rival. When he's holding fucking Spider Man and he's like, "Mr. Stark, I don't, I don't feel good." It's like, oh, "Fuck, man, it's, yeah. it's, what the fuck?" Like, put the <laughs> take the knife out of my heart for Christ's sake. But yeah, I think it's gonna be a fucking blast. I can't Three wait. and a half hours of just sheer fun. Can't wait. I'll to, be milking a water bottle the whole time. That's my you? plan. Yeah, I'm not taking Little any sips. liquid in at all. You're if crazy. you guys see me buy a Coke, slap it out of my hand. Be like, don't, because <laughs> I don't want to. I'd have to pee three times. You, you during say this that time. now, but you don't mean it at all. I want a giant Diet Coke. So bad. Man, I want a big yeah, me too, dude. Man, you know. Ladies and gentlemen, how do you think? It's going to shake out for the Avengers and that there end game. Let us know in the comments below. Also, tweet all your theories to Kevin. Uh, and then, of course, thank you so much for watching. This has been the Kind of Funny Podcast each and every week for best friends gather on this table each bringing their topics from their lives to talk to you about them if you like that head to patreon.com slash kind of funny where a couple of bucks get you each and every episode early if you have no bucks to toss our way no big deal wait till friday we put it up with ads as an mp3 on podcast services around the globe in youtube.com slash kind of funny however if you're a patreon person we're about to roll into that post show wow if you don't roll with us until next time no it's been our pleasure to serve you and subscribe